Vaughn, have you accepted my friend request yet? Yep, I did. You sure? Yep, last night. Hmm. Let me check if I can do that. I have four friends now. <laughs> Whoa, that's pretty good. Would you hear that? I like it. Wait, the speaker down here? Uh, it's here? at the bottom. It's at the bottom? There's two of them. <laughs> it's front facing. What's this? Or is this an exhaust That's an that's yeah, exhaust oh. fan. I have nine friends. Oh, you guys Three are friends are online. You guys are slacking. How many friends do you have? Uh, 15. I mean, what? I, uh, You're I just adding you. everyone from Mitomo because you still have that installed for some strange uh, I don't have it installed. I yes, I, I asked I people to give me no friend codes. Me too, and, and like people. no one replied to my thread in the GameWare group. I, I guess everyone's like, oh, I'm going to wait to get a Switch. Because everyone replied to your stupid thing. <laughs> what, what thing did I make? <laughs> I'm playing this game. What have you guys been playing? That, everyone replied. That's no like one a, wants to trade friend codes. The what you've been playing <laughs> is a... Is a weekly. Yeah, that's a different question. <laughs> I know. I was actually going to post that if you didn't. Oh, but yeah. you did it. I did it. Before I did. Because I was going to take a cool picture with my Horizon Steelbook and my Zelda, which still hasn't technically come in yet. Yeah. I'll, I'll bitch about that a little later. Right, right. For now, ready? Yeah, ready. I need you for this. I, yep. Okay, you ready? Vaughn? Yep. Let's switch <laughs> to the theme song. can't afford to license the actual um, switch sound effect. no so we have to do it ourselves we have to just snap our fingers <laughs> like cavemen what else are we gonna do that's probably gonna happen a lot this episode so i hope you're wet ready i'm wetty i'm ready yep. and welcome to the 167th episode of gameware express it's switchmas actual switchmas yeah they're here in our hands Except for Vaughn, because he didn't bring his. Man, I've been playing it. You can take it, it I, on the go. My name's Adam I mean, Ander, and it is Saturday, March the 4th, 2017. A super Saturday Switchmas spectacular episode. I try to think of a bunch of S's there. Yeah, spectacular. You said that. Yeah. Vaughn Venters. Hello. We are Switch friends. Yeah, we are. Stephen Martin. Yeah. We're also Switch friends. We are. I don't think I'm friends with Vaughn. I was hoping to add him now. Because you can do it. You can do it, like, local. That's what I was... Search for local users. I wanted to try that out. Mm-hmm. But... Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll redo... Oh, well... Well, the, the whole thing the was... The internet's not, like, I guess... The, the internet's working again. again. It is? Okay. But if you, you can search for local users... But you can't do that with a friend code because the friend codes are terrible. It's okay. I it's mem- okay, Stephen. I got you. Oh, you can do it from your phone. <laughs> Not add from the phone. You have to talk into your have, microphone and do have my picture though. Into the microphone, Vaughn. <laughs> He's I do have my picture <laughs> though. So You have a picture? I didn't know there was a, a picture, picture of a picture his of your friend code. Friend code. <laughs> this is great radio. This, this is this is also what mobile phones are for. <laughs> oh look, I can add uh, here. You can add other people with suggestions. That's where I get the Metomo yeah, people. Yeah. But you know, I don't. It's, it's telling me to, to add some Matomo people, but I don't know who they are because mm-hmm. it's they. It's just their weird Matomo usernames. But some of the people we know use the same thing. Yeah, same some names, do, but, but some these people don't. didn't. Nintendo Switch is out, everybody. Hello. Uh, that's, what we're that's why we're recording on Saturday because we wanted to give a little bit of time to play them since they came out yesterday on March third. 
So for this week's intro question, it's really simple. It's kind of a follow-up from our outro question from last week. How you liking it? No. <laughs> Aw, man. What, what games did you buy on launch day? I only, on. I only bought Breath of the Wild. That's the only <laughs> game you need. <laughs> but I do want to like get like either a 1-2 Switch or Bomberman. Well, I'm the one like taking the plunge on 1-2 Switch, so you don't have to. I gotcha. died for your 1-2 Switch sin, so you don't have to. <laughs> gotcha. Welcome to the show, Vaughn. Good to be here. Steven Martin. Hey. What game What games did you get on um, launch day? Yeah, I bought two copies of Zelda. As you do. Yeah, well, I bought two Switch. Right. This is Switch? Switches? Switch Eye? Switch Eye. I bought two Switch Eye. <laughs> um, so two copies of Zelda, a physical copy of Bomberman, mm-hmm. you know, because... Got to support Konami. Yeah. They, if we don't, I we thought don't, they weren't making games anymore. If we don't buy their games, then they won't make more, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's a problem. That, that's true. And then I downloaded um, Fast Prescription Racing, <laughs> uh, Fast RMX, and I'm gonna download. So this isn't launch day because it's launch day's over, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna download Shovel Knight uh, as well as Snipper Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much. Welcome to the show. Thank you. That's pretty much everything I got. I got almost everything in the in the eShop right what? now. What? Well, I well, UPS slash Amazon's kind of dicking me over. Yeah, you, I ordered Zelda One Two Switch and Bomberman. You get that expansion pass though? Uh, no, <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. We'll see. I have to play this game a little more. Um, but they uh, did not deliver yesterday like they promised. They swore to you. They, they said would. it'd be out by 8 p.m. and it wasn't. And then uh, I, you know, complained on Twitter as I do when I have problems with things. And someone contacted me, and they're like, oh, while the shipment label was created on Thursday, we didn't actually get them until Friday. So they'll be here Monday. And I'm like, fuck you. I'm out of town Monday, Sunday through Friday next week. That's ridiculous. Um, So luckily, a friend helped me out, and I at least have a copy of Zelda I can play. Uh, But that's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I think Amazon dropped the ball more than UPS. UPS is claiming they didn't get it until, like, actual Friday. Oh, yeah. I don't don't know who to blame. But no, wait a second. UPS sorting facilities, uh, Amazon picks it up yeah. from there. So mm-hmm. Amazon's had these for weeks, right? Right. So really, it's how could it be? I know. So then I this morning, I checked the tracking, and they said it's in Port Allen in the facility, which is right across the river from us, 15 right. minutes from my house. And I'm like, hey, can I just go get it? And they're like, oh, you would have to request that yesterday. So we can, like, delay it until, like, no, don't fucking touch it. It'll get here Monday. I'll have my mom or somebody come pick it up from my house so it's not sitting on my porch all, all week. Yeah. This is bullshit. And then I ordered a 128 gig memory card. Yep. And the first one said it got delivered by the mail on Sunday. And I've seen Harry Potter. I know there's no post on Sundays. <laughs> well, I've seen the mail trucks running around on Sunday, but I don't. maybe it's not but actually the mail. It wasn't in my mailbox. So I called Amazon, and they're like, we'll send you another one for free. Perfect. Yeah. But we're going to send it FedEx. And FedEx like has no way of getting into my gate, I guess. And they just pull up to the gate and see it close. And they're just like... Fuck it. We're going to leave. Don't know how to deliver. What if they put it in the wrong mailbox? That could be true, too. You'll have two memory sticks. Luckily, I don't really need the memory stick right now. Yeah. I've only used five gigs. So what have you downloaded? I downloaded Shovel Knight, Treasure Trove, which is the three. Four gigs right there. Yeah. Um, Snipper Clips. And then I went ahead and downloaded Fast RMX because you were talking about it. Yeah. I mean, the only other thing on the eShop right now that I didn't buy is uh, I Am Setsuna. And I'm really close to pulling the trigger on that. If it wasn't 40, I would have. I know, <laughs> but it's it's like, why don't I? I right. got I Am Setsuna's on launch time. I have to download that. Yeah, dude. Let me know how that is. My sister got it. I want to check with her because, like, I don't know. 
The only other thing on the eShop is just the Shovel Knight expansion by itself. And so it's like I bought everything at launch, but that's not just to answer Skylanders. Yeah, and Skylanders not not on eShop because you need the... yeah you need the you need the portal and stuff. But just is just dance on the eShop. It is. Oh, okay, yeah, well, I missed totally that one. Is. I'm sorry. Does just dance use your phone or does it um, use the Joy-Con? I think you can do anything you want. Okay, you could probably you just wave the tablet around and it would yeah, still work. You could probably not even hold any device and it'll just say, "Hey, great job! <laughs> hey, great. You're really good at dancing." There's no camera on the Switch. No, you know what else there isn't? Hold on, let me get it pulled up. And uh, this is basically just like live review as we look at things. And I've barely even messed with this thing because mm-hmm. I was on the road for quite a bit yesterday. Okay, tell me what you hear right now. I can't hear anything. Yeah, there's no eShop music. <laughs> you got what me. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, like, that was I'm a on trick. the eShop and there's no music, trick. unlike on the Wii U, which had that groovy oh, eShop music. Oh, and my favorite I mean, is there's, the... there's, there's like no music at all on the Switch. Not even at like the hey, regular the like user face. Y'all, you got to preserve that battery. <laughs> you can't have music playing all the time. That's true. I also like how when you go to Coming Soon, it still says the Mario Kart 8 release date is TBD, but it's on their website for what April 29th. Yeah, it's like a month from now. Um, that's or funny. A month and a half. Puyo Puyo Tetris is April 25th. Yeah, I'm buying. That I'm again. excited for that. It, it, it's going to be different playing that, like knowing what's going on. Yeah, because cause... like the fish and the robot just yell random Japanese things, and we're just like, "This is great." Yeah, well, it is great. <laughs> now watch, they're going to be like, you know, um, once we actually get it translated, it's going to be uh, jet, fuel, jet fuel can't melt still beams. This is what he's been saying the whole time. <laughs> like, no, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm not a truther. Uh, and I, I don't think that's funny, but. I'm worried that's that's what's gonna happen. Right, or it's just gonna be MAGA, like oh, man. hashtag MAGA. <laughs> Fish is a big Trump supporter. It's ridiculous. The, oh man. But I guess let's get just uh before we get into what we've been playing, we can talk about the unit yes. itself. Our first impressions of having it a little over 24 hours. Sure. Uh, Vaughn and I went to Best Buy at midnight to pick it up. Now, tell me about that experience. Okay, let's let's start with that. So. I don't know. I used to work at Best Buy. Yeah. Back in the day. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. <laughs> and. It just it was set up like a it was really stupid because they had people like us with pre-orders. Sure. We got our emails. My sister was freaking out thinking they'd run out. Like if you have your email, there is a box with a sticker on it that says your name and you're gonna come get it. Yep. Yeah. And I hate those stickers. By yeah. The way. And they had a line for plebs who were just hoping to get one, and they're handing out numbered tickets. Right. For those people. But we were all in the same line wrapped around the building. Which that's we should have. There should have been two lines going different ways. I agree. Where you let the plebs in, and then you let us go to it. Now, once you got inside, we went to the customer service, and they went to, like, the front lanes. Right. So it was separated there, but they are letting everyone in. And by the time they finally got to us, we're like, oh, wait, there's no one in the customer pickup line. All y'all can go in for pre-orders. We were standing there for, like, ten extra minutes. So how long did it take? We left shortly before 1 a.m. Jeez, yeah. They started letting people in at, like, 11.45. Sure. Maybe to ring them up, and then the first guy walked out at 12. Yeah. But, like... They had one girl who was, like, working her butt off behind customer service with, like, all of us to get this. And the process was so slow to actually, like, fulfill the order, especially because a lot of people had multiple orders because everyone pre-ordered the Switch when it came out, but then nothing else was available until yep. later. So some yep. people had two and three orders. I had four. Yeah, yep. I had four orders. Because, like, I, had, I need the I Switch. Different... I need Zelda. I need yeah. the Pro Controller. I got these Amiibos. Yeah. I, got... I had two different orders myself. And also, and I, I added a, a pro controller on top of it because whatever reason their site wasn't working. By the time I really wanted to like get because they had stuff there, so you could have bought other so stuff too, to, which is another step. Right. Yeah, I had to I had to buy the pro controller like on site. Yeah, and I had orders from two different emails. <laughs> yeah, so that was 
kind of a pain in the ass to it would have been faster to just wait in line because they had a bunch of them you know yeah uh so we finally got it i got home around one and like plugged it in to try to download that update which failed twice yeah that and sucks then, and then it finally worked but it was only like a 10 minute update it wasn't like when you get your ps4 and it's like two hours yeah, yeah mine took like five minutes yeah my, my update uh messed up a couple of times too luckily the progress bar stays the same that's true <laughs> load it back up and it was like 50 percent done so that was really neat so we get our switch and then i went to bed I had errands I needed to run on Friday, and I didn't have my game, so yeah. it's like, whatever. Uh, I, I started downloading the three games. That's what I did last night. I, I'm a day later than right. everyone. But. And, well, you know, I not am, too much further behind me. Vaughn, on the other hand, we'll talk I, about that a little later. I immediately installed Breath of the Wild. So. Yeah. And then uh, I woke up, and I was sitting there waiting for my Amazon deliveries because I had those Christmas gift cards. And yeah. I was like, this will probably be fine. And then I'm like, okay, I'm never doing this again. Or at least I'm always going to get, like, one game Rip. physically when I buy my console. Because right. waiting for them to deliver is just a clusterfuck. Uh, so, but I had got I wound up with a copy of Zelda. And that's what I've been playing. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, the system itself, I mean, I, I got I got to get my hands on it about a month ago at PAX South. And it's a lot thinner than it's, I expected it to be, yeah. to be honest. It's very thin. And it's thin. The the screen is the same size screen as the the Wii gamepad, I believe. Yeah, it is the same size. I should get my gamepad. Talk about yourselves. It's um, it's the same size, but man, does the screen like the pixel density on this thing? It's, I mean, it's 720 resolution. And that's pretty good compared to what I don't know what the Wii U was, but maybe like I don't know, it's like four, 540, 540, something like maybe that. Maybe 480. <laughs> I think it's 480 or 540. This thing just looks, it looks very sexy. Um, it's kind of like the Wii U gamepad was the original DS. Yeah. And the Switch is the DS Lite. It really is. Yeah. Um, I could agree with that. The system itself has a really good weight to it. Like, it feels uh, substantial, but it's not heavy. But it feels like something that it's like, this is actually worth If you're, if you're laying in bed and holding it above you... It doesn't get too cumbersome. Right. But when you hold the Wii U gamepad, it feels... Everyone's just, you know, like, Fisher-Price. It feels like my first... Yeah, it, it feels really plasticky and really Because it's so bulky. large, but it's it's probably about the same weight as mm -hmm. the Wii U, but it's... I don't know, it's twice This the one feels more solid. The Switch feels more solid. It's like in uh, the movie in Jurassic Park when the, the kids pick up the uh, the night vision oh, goggles yeah. and then Gennaro <laughs> asks, you know, are those heavy? Yeah. Yeah. Says, yeah <laughs> they're probably expensive. expensive. Put them yeah. down. Yeah. Um, yeah, the screen sizes look to be about the same. The the joysticks are a little smaller. The buttons are a little closer together and a little they're, smaller. They've, they've got a nice click to them. They do. I like the click of the switch buttons. Yeah. And then the the triggers have a nice click to them too. The triggers feel real good. The bumpers bother me a little bit. Yeah. Cuz they wrap too much around the side in my opinion, so I keep accidentally hitting them. Well, I prefer that over not being able to hit them. Like with the with the Xbox One launch well, bumpers, right. it's like if you move your fingers too far to the center, you, you can't really hit can't them. press. I them. mean, and this isn't going to translate well to to audio, but I mean like when I'm holding it like this, I keep hitting like right here on right. the end of it right. where it wraps around. I wish it stopped like like here in the corner because you can still hit it. But like when I move or something, you're, I'm always hitting this. So when I'm like playing Zelda, I'm always pulling up like this magnet thing I have like like that by accidents, um, which is kind of frustrating. The uh, the charging ports on the bottom 
which fucking sucks. Yeah, because you can't put it on your on its stand and charge it while you play it. Yeah, I don't know if that is an intentional design decision. Like with Apple, when they put the charging thing on their mouse on the bottom, so you can't mouse and charge because they want it to look aesthetically pleasing and not look like a, a wired mouse. Well, I, I think that the simple answer to this question is that it's the dock. You know, when you dock right. the switch, That's charges. it has to charge it. So. But I mean, the Wii U gamepad has a charger for, right here on the top. And then it's got contacts on the, bottom on the bottom to charge both when you're doing things when you when you dock it. Yeah, I feel like they definitely should have like. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I feel like they definitely should have put uh more stuff at the top of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> or at least put you, you only got like a slot for like the game and like a vent. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. And your power button well, and it, your volume. Add, we don't know you know anything about engineering and the logistics yeah. of creating adding a adding another power uh, supply maybe at the top. Fit. That might have changed the complete dynamic of the, mm -hmm. the system's design. Maybe that's why the Wii U gamepad so bulky because they had to put all these things up here. Right, yeah, they're trying to true. cram everything in this screen because unlike the Wii U gamepad, this is like like a Mac. Like everything is in the screen. Yeah, like this the the screen itself, the tablet is the console. Yeah, well, yeah. when we uh, we a lot of people thought that maybe the the dock itself maybe uh, boosted its processing power, maybe had some. Something inside the dock, no. kind of, but no, it's, it's everything it's is thin, in... cheap feeling plastic. Right, yeah, the dock, not the switch. not the dock. Yeah, the dock. <laughs> the dock being ninety dollars is like a like a highway robbery. Uh, we call that a profit center. Yeah, uh, so it's, <laughs> it's fun. I did notice though, like when I was playing Zelda, uh, like laying down, the the switch itself didn't get too hot. Yeah. But when it was docked and I'd pull it out, that thing was like on fire. Yeah. So maybe the dock does have some type of cooling or something in there, so um, it, it'll keep it. Because why is it getting so much hotter in the dock? And that's okay in the dock. Oh, it's charging. So oh, that might yeah. be. It. I mean, it's charging while you're playing it. That makes sense. Yeah. I'll, so I'll have to try it again, like when I'm on the road and I just have my charger, right? And plug the charger in and see if while oh, I'm playing, if it I can should hot. get warm. Okay, I'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, the UI is like really simplified, like really slick, and just really basic. Yeah, I love the UI. I, like I said, I say I don't mean basic, like bad, like, like basic bitch. Yeah, no, it's just no. you turn it on, and then like it's all like just there, laid out for you. Yeah, you got in the in the middle, you got your game art, and you just click on the game. Down here on the bottom, you have some circles with some icons. That's for news they think is relevant to you, which is them trying to sell you stuff. Yeah, it's it's Nintendo news, yeah. not, not world news like no, the Wii yeah. brought us. Oh, and, man. You, and you have your surveys. profile up at the top left right there. Yeah, you got your eShop, you got your photo album, I guess. You can set your controller since there's 18 control schemes that come out the box. I have a question. Settings. And then your you um, know, profile up here. I haven't put a cartridge in yet, but when you remove a cartridge, does the game's icon still Let's stay find out. There? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I haven't done that yet. So when I put in Zelda, it popped up with yeah. my download games. Let's pop it out and see. Software was closed. Oops, I think I saved because I was playing Zelda. <laughs> oh, whoops, sorry. I'm pretty sure I saved. Uh, it's still there. Yeah, so your icon's still so there. So it's kind of like on PS4, where once you put the game and install it, it stays on your cross-media bar. So I wonder, what happens when I have, like, 100 games on my Switch? Like, uh, get, do I have to cycle through 100 icons, or can I make them smaller? I don't know, because right now, it defaults to only about 1, 2, 3, 4. It probably goes to, like, your four there's, most recent games. There's 12 games. slots right now. 12 slots on the homepage. Yeah, so there are four that are taken with the four games I have, and then there's eight blanks. Right. So I don't know if that will keep extending or if it'll start bumping. Can I make them smaller? You know? Oh, like on the 3DS, like yeah. on the bottom? Yeah, I don't know. I don't see anything like that. Oops. I wouldn't mind a nice cover flow option, but there's nothing like that. Whoops, yeah. I just took a capture. 
Nice. I didn't mean how did that to... work. There's a capture button. There's no, I know. <laughs> I'm saying, how did that just like it's a capture taken? Then... Yeah. Okay. It was very quick. Now I can put some dank memes on that picture. Yeah, dude. Yeah. On the on the back of the the home thing, it's just a black screen, or it could be a white screen. You can change your yeah. theme. I definitely went to dark mode. Me too. Dark mode I'm is best mode. Monster. I wonder if they'll. Maybe let you choose custom colors if they want to keep it more clean and simple. Um, I'm sure eventually they'll offer uh, backgrounds that you can, purchase, that you can purchase, and then like on you 3DS. can do custom colors, or they'll do. I mean, yeah, the, there's a ton of features from the 3DS that I fully expect to be integrated into the Switch eventually, mm -hmm. but they just, for whatever reason, weren't ready to implement them for launch. For sure. One super important thing: you don't have to have the option for me's. That's true. Yeah, you, for your profile picture, you can just pick one of their generic ones, or you can make a me. I have the Squid Kid with purple hair, of course, because that's uh, like LSU. I have a purple background, uh, oh. but I'm the cat from Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, I forgot. Not only can you pick your little character, you can also pick the background color. Yeah, I also really chose neat. a purple background, but I chose Twilight Princess Zelda. Nice. Um. Other than that, I mean, you can name your console. You you can do you made I made my little uh like nickname like I registered that earlier. Remember we were talking about that a couple of weeks yeah. ago, but that hasn't come up at all for anything. Yeah, I don't when, think... I, when I when I add y'all as friends, it's your name. Yeah, I don't know why or what we did when we did that. Is online. that maybe for like Splatoon? Maybe like when you go online. Maybe it's your friends list. If you have a friends list, with friends code, you should know this person. So I know you're V and you're Steven. Right. Uh, I don't know. We haven't played any online multiplayer games yet. Right. Is Fast RMX online? I don't know. Hmm. I guess I could try that out. Yeah, that's it right now. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's kind of our rundown on the, on the hardware itself and the the um, UI. I can speak to the HD Rumble because I think I'm oh, the yeah, only really one. Oh yeah, really messed with that yet. I'm the only one that's messed with HD Rumble. Mm -hmm. That's really neat. Yeah. Um, it's very subtle in Fast RMX, but. Uh, the rumble, it really does feel like there's something spinning in a circle, like oh, in really? both of my hands when I'm playing it. Huh. And whenever I hit uh, like a boost, yeah, it, it just gives a really cool sensation. And uh, you know, rumble over the years, some systems have handled rumble better, in my opinion. Like I really love the rotating motors of the DualShock rumble; it just feels good. Mm -hmm. But I don't really like the kind of just buzzing rumble uh, that some, and even the the Switch has mostly just a buzzing rumble. Right. In games that don't implement the HD rumble, and to me that that feels cheap. That's kind of like, um, and I guess it was neat, but in the Metroid Prime Pinball uh, on the DS, oh, yeah. it had a rumble cart, yeah, yeah, but it was just a buzzing rumble. Mm -hmm. um, but the the HD rumble, uh, it did feel it felt more substantial. It felt very unique, and then you could feel like there was something. It just right. felt like something was spinning in there. Once we get one to switch, that really highlights it more. Cause it's kind of right. a thing. It's like let's make the controller buzz. That's like the one thing I want to do is uh, yeah. Just find out how many balls there are. I wanted yeah. to. I wanted to see if a few people want to come over yesterday to play it, but it never came in. Right. So rip. Maybe next weekend. <laughs> we'll just go to Best Buy and buy a copy, yeah. and then return, return the one you oh, get. That's true. See, that's what I should do. Solutions. Man. Solutions. I still think uh, the N64 Rumble Pack was really, really good. It was good, it was and good. you know, especially that, for Star Fox, because when well, you got hit, you felt it. <laughs> and that was the first time that most people experienced Rumble on, um, you know, on N64, and because it came with the Rumble Pack, and I remember renting the game. And I even got the rumble with the rental. Can you Yo, believe that? That's, that's incredible. <laughs> so I rented Star Fox 64 and I plugged in the rumble and then I started playing it. And you know when you start playing Star Fox 64 and you start just flying towards the water and then when you hit the water, that's when the rumble starts. Yeah. And it's just like I remember vividly experiencing that for the first time. I was 15 years old and I was just – I was at all. I was just like, oh, this is really cool. <laughs> yeah. I've never experienced anything like this in a game before. 
Um, but yeah, that's N64 had a great rumble. Yeah. Um, this kickstand is absolutely worthless. The kick, uh, kickstand is a um, plastic piece of shit. Yeah. It does not support the weight of the system uh, in many situations. Well, on a curved so, surface, it doesn't. Their but big on a thing, table, it does, I guess. Of course, is like, you know, you can play all these different ways. You have TV mode, you have handheld mode, and you have like table or tabletop mode. Yeah. Because you can push this little button on the back of the Joy Cons and pop those out, which we're now doing. Yeah, this is great. He and did it. I'm gonna verify he actually took the controller. You can take off. the kickstand off and like place it on the table, but like I'm I'm really tall. I'm six four. Yes. You're six three. Yes. Um, unless I put this like way over here in the middle of the table, it's not an appropriate it's angle to play it. Bad angle. And then if you're trying to play Zelda or something, like the font's so small, you can't read it. Right. So yeah. maybe like you could maybe do Mario Kart like this, but that doesn't sound fun. Where's my? Uh, I need a kickstand oriented the other direction so I can play a Karuga on this. Yeah, thing. that'd be that'd cool. be badass. Um, and then the Joy-Cons themselves, I think it's Joy-Con? Joy-Con. Like, it's like, it's like moose. Yeah, the plural of Joy-Con is Joy-Con. So the Joy-Con themselves, they're also very small. Not only very thin, but very small. I haven't played a game yet that requires you to just play with them, but, like, holy crap, this, I don't... I mean, trying to play Mario Kart like this. Well, it would not be tournament caliber Mario Kart at that point. And I keep hitting this. I keep hitting the bumper with my hand. I guess it doesn't matter. It's making these lights light up. Adam, nothing matters. Because <laughs> um, this is the left one that I'm holding. This is the one people seem to like better because the joystick's more to the left. It is more to the on so the right Joy-Con. The right Joy-Con is lower. It's in the middle. But honestly. I think I like that a little better. Yeah. Because I have big hands and I don't have to like scrunch my thumb in to do this. Yeah. I might actually like this a little better. What I'm I with you. Complaining about. Uh, yeah, I think the right the right Joy-Con, uh, even if you have like small hands, would be a more natural. Because a lot of people were saying the you don't want the right one because it's so the the joystick itself is like in the middle of the unit, whereas on here it's closer to the left. Well, the problem I mean. is the left Joy-Con is that the the buttons are in the middle of the. Unit, yeah, so I, so I don't like that. So, the buttons are more comfortable on the left Joy-Con, but the analog is yeah, more comfortable both in the middle, on the right. Yeah, the perfect solution is to never ever do that. Yeah, and, you know, mm-hmm. use a pro controller or just have you know single player, or just have your Joy-Con in each hand. Although, have you experienced? Uh, maybe Knox, you've been playing maybe playing handheld mode. Uh, a lot of the the pre-release units that other media outlets were getting. We're complain- complaining of connectivity issues. Right. I haven't had... Because I've been playing in handheld mode, right. I haven't had that. When I first opened it, I pulled the Joy-Con out, and I was hitting double hits on my left one, like when I was hitting right just on the, the UI, like the home screen. But I also realized I had like my leg kicked up on the couch, and it was like behind it. Yeah. So once I moved it away from my leg, and it could like see the unit, it stopped... But it's like, that's kind of frustrating. I can't sit like comfortably right, and right. play in this, in this way. And then, aside from that, my sister, she went to Best Buy with us, and her right, her like R3, doesn't click. Oh, I, you know, I haven't even clicked mine in. Uh, so she had oh, to send hers off to Nintendo to get it fixed. Oh, no. So she's missing a right Joy-Con. She's missing a right Joy-Con. Huh. And then her boyfriend, who also came with us to Best Buy, he had a crack in his screen when he opened it. Oh, wow. wow. And Best Buy is like, we don't have any more, and you have a 15-day return window. Jeez, that's so. I've been calling. I was telling her to tell him call everybody. I don't know what he did. Yeah, I haven't gotten any follow up on that. But it's just like that really sucks. They had two like defects. I would have just night. bought another set of Joy Con and then just switched 
her broken one. Thank you. Uh, with a working one, and then just return. That's it. what I told her to do. Why did she do that? Because she like I don't know. No, she, she was like, wait two weeks. Yeah, or she can. I think uh, she ended up kind of doing that because she she has a friend who works at Best Buy, and I told her she could do this. Best Buy will take anything. Yeah. So she just went and bought a right one and just going to return it. Yeah, that's opened. Ex- yeah, so exactly. It's she, not like software. Just, right. So she's just going to do that. So she'll have she's been playing stuff. So yeah. Uh, these lights light up. They do. They dance. I have tried in my 24 hours playing in every configuration to see which ones I like the best. Same. Oh, yeah. uh, Pro Controller all the way. Sure. And I have an open mind. It's right. right here. Pro Controller is really, really good. It's probably the best Pro Controller they've made yeah. for their system so far. It's, it's a little smaller than the, uh, than the Wii U Pro Controller. I think I like the Wii U Pro Controller. Even with the, the crazy analog sticks yeah, on the top. Yeah, the D-pad felt better and the yeah. buttons felt better. The D-pad is... Uh, a good size on the Wii U. Probably yeah. the best D-pad since Saturn, in yeah. my opinion. And yeah, it was weird on the Wii U that the joysticks were up. Sure. But maybe because uh, I was used to that, I keep wondering why it's why, like that on the Pro Controller. And to me, really, the joysticks being, or the analog sticks being on top on the Wii U was never really a problem. It was never like a deal breaker. Um, no, it wasn't. It felt natural enough. And it's not like the Wii U uh, was like a FPS machine anyway. Yeah, and even then, I don't. If if I did play an FPS on the Wii U, I don't think it would have been a problem. And, and they adjusted to it. Like when I was playing Zombie U, like X or like X would be interact instead of like down here at B. Yeah, because the joystick was up. At yeah, the top. exactly, exactly. And I like on Zelda, I switched it where X was jump. I made B jump because that makes more sense to me. Yeah, same. Yeah. I did yeah. that. So the, yeah, the Pro Controller, it uh doesn't feel too bad. It, it, everything feels really tight. I don't know yeah. if this is new. Like I don't like the D pad that much. Here, let me, uh, whenever but the the triggers feel button. good, the buttons feel good, the sticks feel pretty good. Yeah, it's no PS4, right? But it's got a good weight to it. It does. Again, um, I, I misspoke a little bit. Not, I mean, when I saw it at PAX, I didn't get a chance to hold it. I was just watching people play Splatoon with it. Yeah, and it looked smaller. But when you get it, it's about the size of a 360 controller, yeah, maybe exactly. slightly smaller than a 360 controller, but it's about the same. I like the translucent. Yes, I'm Last glad they went back to that. Really cool. Now they should release a purple one. They really, yeah, atomic, <laughs> really purple, atomic purple. Uh, so that's how I've mostly been playing Zelda and Shovel Knight. And then I did do the thing where I was like, I'm sitting there playing Zelda last night. And it's like, I'm kind of tired, but I don't want to stop playing. So I just <gasps> pulled it out the thing, went and laid in bed. Seamless. Kept going. And then, so that felt okay. And then I, uh, so I usually sleep on my left shoulder. Yeah. And like hold my pillow. Right. So I took the Joy Cons out. And I set the 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 unit itself on my nightstand. And I just rolled over and just played with the with the Joy Cons, looking over. Uh, and the kickstand was garbage, so I just set it up, props on two water bottles. <laughs> but that was cool. Two water bottles is officially better than a kickstand. Better than the kickstand. Yeah. And then I realized I can't really read what's going on, so I quit doing. I that. can't do that sideways. I can't yeah. play games sideways like that. Oh, that's how I usually like when I'm, when I'm bored on. Like, about to go to sleep, I usually roll over and, like, reading Reddit on my phone. Well, I so. could do that. Yeah. And then I tried plugging the Joy-Con into that grip thing, and that just didn't feel uh, very good. I'm never taking the grip Do you want me to go get it so you can feel it? No, I don't want to even... <laughs> I don't even want to know what it feels like. My grip... It's really awkward. My Joy-Con grip is uh, still in its, you know, factory-sealed plastic. And Same. it's in the box uh, that my Switch came in, mm-hmm. and it's never coming out. Like, it's not terrible, but it's not good. Yeah. It's it's needless, is what it is. Yeah, it's not uh, really well, even necessary. I guess if they want it to be the more of the controller feel, if you want to 
ha- I don't know. I guess if you didn't buy a pro controller and you wanted to play it on the TV and not like have these little things, they're sure. really thin. And I have big hands, so it's really awkward to hold. Right. It's not very comfortable just having the Joy-Con by themselves. Then uh, maybe that will help, but it does make the satisfying click. Yeah, it makes the actual. Well, plus the sound well, that your system need, makes yeah, let me too. Let me turn this back on. It it makes the patented switch yeah, sound. Let's see if do it. There we go. That's it. Perfect. Um, Let me pay a dollar to change the sound effect to other things. Like, too. oh yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's, that's what I want. The Kool-Aid man. Every time. Uh, I want screensavers on this thing. You know, I want everything. I want a desktop. They're, that, they're working on it. I know. Yeah, I'm we'll excited. See. Anything they could sell us. Uh, Give me that badge arcade. Let me make my <laughs> Switch look so gaudy with badges. So... Uh, first thing I thought, not that we're starting over this conversation. No, yeah. Um, the first thing I thought when I opened the box, the, you know, my Switch box was like, oh man, it's small. Yeah. This is great. Mm-hmm. But not like too small, right? It's weird. It's, it's, it's deceptively small. The screen. It's smaller than it looks. Cause when it's in, when you got sure. the Joy-Con on the side, it looks like a big unit. Yeah. But when you take it off and it's just the screen, you're like, oh, the screen's a little smaller than I thought it would be. Yeah. The, <laughs> um, like, I don't know. The Joy-Con, like when you put them next to each other, mm-hmm. they're about half the size, half of, the the size of the screen. So by adding the Joy-Con to the entire unit, it's like fifty percent yeah, more unit. It really is. And it's, how, how do you feel holding it like in like Vita mode, in handheld mode? I feel, it like, feels comfortable to yeah. me. I feel it feels good. Um, you don't think it's it too great. awkward being too away? No, or too, I, too wide. I, my hands feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I it's the Wii U. Maybe when you held that controller, it seemed. Before you actually play it, it seemed maybe it wouldn't be very comfortable because your hands are so far apart. Mm-hmm. But I remember that keyboard controller oh, on the GameCube. <laughs> I mean, that was that felt natural, yeah. and that was like a foot, maybe longer. <laughs> yeah, Vaughn's making the, the yeah, arms the keyboard. Keyboard. <laughs> there. Yeah, it's it, it's funny going back and holding the the Wii U gamepad. This is like a big bulky mess compared right. to the Switch, and then like. Maybe I see why they moved the bumpers on the Switch because they're not very long on here, and my hand, my fingers won't reach them. Yeah, I have to come up here to hit the bumpers. Whereas this, they I, they probably fixed that that way. This D-pad on this Wii U gamepad is much better though. Yeah, well, the Switch has no D-pad. Well, that's so. on the Joy-Con it sure, doesn't, but sure. on the Pro Controller it does. Uh, it's like playing Shovel Knight on the D-pad just didn't feel very good. Mm, that's unfortunate. Uh, I can get used to it, and maybe if I like push the buttons enough, it'll like break in a little bit. Sure. Um, but but yeah, the games go on top. Put the art towards you like on the Vita, not backwards like on a game. Yeah, board. don't put your and don't don't lick your games. I haven't done that yet. I really want <laughs> to. I, it's I, not I worth it. I haven't done it. it. I ain't doing it. It's funny because was it was it was it Jeff? It was, Giant Bomb? So Jeff Gersman started of this. Giant Bomb was the first person to put a Switch cartridge in his mouth, <laughs> and it's gross because Nintendo came out and said they put like. The grossest chemical on there, so to deter people from putting it in their mouth and eating it, yeah. and this has caused more people to want to do it. Yeah, no one. I don't think anyone would have done this, um, and I don't know what made Jeff think to do it. But yeah, he, when Jeff, I watched. I was watching. I think it was the. I was. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the um, their Friday show they do, mm-hmm. uh, Unprofessional Fridays. But he, he definitely did not know that it was going to taste bad <laughs> before he put it in his mouth. He just... I'm just going to do this. So there was no prior knowledge. Man, we need to, like... If we take Switch game trades, we need to, like, have some gloves. Because who knows I'm how many of those cards have been in sure people's mouths. I'm pretty sure all those games have been in people's mouths at this point. Yeah. 
I really wanted to do that to start the show was we all put Switch cartridges in our mouths, no. but I don't have any. <laughs> I wasn't haven't gonna... come in yet, and this is a borrowed copy. Yeah, you so cannot, you can't put a borrowed game in your mouth. No. So maybe next week we can have live reactions. <laughs> yeah, y'all have like, fun. Like, get, get, go get your DS cart so you can have like a like a control, and then put. The I'm not putting a Switch cartridge in my mouth. Terrible. Um, you want to talk about some video games on this thing? Yeah, this is a video game podcast. So. Um, as everyone knows, the main thing to buy on this that we all have that Steven hasn't started playing yet, uh, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is a Switch launch game. Also out on Wii U. Yep. Um, and you're saying before the show, we are selling much more Wii U copies um, probably than expected. Yeah, and it makes sense, I suppose. You know, it's hard as a purchasing manager, which is my job, uh, it's sometimes it's hard to put numbers down on something uh, when you're when a console's being sunset. Mm-hmm. But you know, like Last of Us, when that came out, you know the PS3 was it was it's not that it had been replaced at that point, but, but it's, we're four or five months away, right. from PS4. And um, but this is a different situation because you've got the same game coming out on two systems, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot more people have Wii U's right now than Switches, right? Than the Switch. Mm-hmm. So, but. You know, Wii U software hasn't really been selling, but that's because there hasn't been a big game like Zelda. Mm-hmm. But yes, the, our day one sales on Breath of the Wild for the Wii U were higher than we anticipated, so we had to put in like uh, an emergency <laughs> Saturday delivery restocking order. Right. So we've got a bunch more copies probably already in stock right now as we're recording. Yeah. So I've only played it maybe 90 minutes. Yeah. Hasn't so put it game in. of uh, game of forever already <laughs> the best game of all time. And Vaughn, I'm gonna guess. All right, so we've had our switches probably about 30 to 32 hours. I'm gonna guess you're about 20 hours in. He's shaking his head. I'm tired. Yeah, <laughs> Vaughn's been a little quiet this I am, episode. Because... I am. I am very tired during the like from the past like two days, like because I was up early on Thursday as well because I had to go to work that day, but. Uh, ever since Thursday morning, up to this point, I have only had about eight hours of sleep. <laughs> I'm tired. I have coffee in my cup right now. Yeah, it's, it's a big, like, Yeti cup. It's just coffee. So I was just hoping to get, like, initial impressions for this episode, but Vaughn's, like, halfway through the goddamn game, maybe. I can tell you a lot of what your well, questions you want to ask me, so fire away. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's keep it pretty early because a lot of, of people have only probably played it a few yeah, hours. You know, we don't want spoilers or anything. No. Um, obviously early reviews are coming out. It's depending on the game website you check, either rated second best or even the best Zelda game ever and one of the best games ever made. Uh, speaking very broadly, would you agree with that so far? It's definitely fucking good. (laughs) Put it on the box. I will. It's definitely fucking good. I'll, I'll definitely say that, like, playing through this game, like, it's very different from all the past Zelda titles. Yeah. And, it's a, and they did it in a good way, too. Right. Like, it's very, very uh, open world. Like, you could go anywhere you want at any point. Yeah. From start to finish. Mm-hmm. The The graphics are great. It's it's a beautiful overworld. The gameplay is solid. The story is pretty good so far. I haven't gotten that far into it yet. Mm-hmm. And it's... Man, the soundtrack's gorgeous. I, I haven't heard it. much soundtrack. I thought the Switch version was supposed to have better, like environmental music or sounds or something. I you, think you'll you'll get to that part. Okay. Well, I think a lot there. of that was like the uh, was it music that was supposed to be better? I thought it was maybe, like the oh, grass like and the wind. Oh, yeah, maybe. the yeah. Yeah, right they're more now, focused on sound. I'm very in the very beginning. 
and right. there's I'm running around this open world, and there's just like nothing, not did nothing you, happening. Um, there's no sounds. There's like nothing to hear. Did you immediately like, take all your clothes off so you could truly <laughs> be like of the wild? Of the wild? No, I didn't. I didn't do that. Um, as, yeah. as far as like Zelda games go, for like my personal ranking, it's not my favorite, but it, it is really, really. But you're good, not done though. with it yet. Yeah, of course, you know? of, course, of course, I'm not done with it yet. <laughs> so. I have to finish the game first, and then I can put it on my rankings thing. Right. But I'll definitely say that it's definitely one of the better games that have been made in a really long time. Are we going to do a video, like, live stream of the ranking of Zelda's? Oh, man. Like, that, could be, that could be a whole episode after yeah. this is done. I mean, we need to make sure yeah. Neil's here for that. Yeah. Uh, he, really, he, he texted me, like, gushing about it before I even had a chance to play it. Like on and on because he didn't get a switch. That's why he's not on this episode. No, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> switch only episode. Since, since he had to, uh, we're recording this on Saturday. He had to work, but he got it on Wii U, and he is just like, like, like I said, gushing with praise over this. And I'm not the biggest Zelda fan. I've only played one game to completion. Uh, that's why I was in a couple weeks. Once we get further, I'll like have a more in depth conversation because I want to hear like y'all's point of view who loves Zelda, and I want y'all to hear mine who doesn't play a lot because right. this is a very not Zelda Zelda game. It's like the F Zero of Zelda, if you think about it. No, I, I I'm joking. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's saying it's like the Dark Souls of oh, Zelda yeah, or the yeah. Elder Scrolls <laughs> of Zelda. It's I was just, definitely gonna say, like for if this is the F Zero of Zelda <laughs> games, it's not very fast. <laughs> well, there's a lot of characters, thirty characters, and uh, there's endings, so you know. Right now, I can't roll so this is like basically a two out of ten so i don't know what's going on <laughs> well i mean they're using the stamina bar that they introduced in skyward sword well, I play so skyward sword Vaughn, you, you, so. you could blame skyward sword i played that. ocarina of time and a, maybe a third of wind waker hd i think playing skyward sword is very important before breath of the wild because the contrast between the two games because skyward sword is such a flaming pile of shit and uh, <laughs> breath of the wild is so great you'll appreciate breath of the and, wild and even more skyward sword is the last console zelda right yeah the last yep. new consoles all day. And I will remind you that IGN, uh, Game Informer, and Edge Magazine all gave uh, Skyward Sword perfect scores. Great. So uh, that is the perfect Zelda game. So apparently. that's that's why I was a little bit hesitant about going into Breath of the Wild. Of like, not, not looking well, not looking at any spoilers or anything, like barely even looking at any gameplay. It was like I need to, you know, look at this game myself when yeah. it comes out and play it so I could give it my own review instead of listening to all these other guys you know because in my opinion it, I did not think Skyward Sword was all that well put together and, I didn't like Skyward and, and, Sword and that's why I was curious because is this just like Zelda comes out let's all suck its dick and give it 10 it's like obviously this one's really good from what we're hearing from Vaughn and even Neil via text but like you said if they're giving Skyward Sword stuff uh, I guess they're overlooking like the huge frame drops and how it kind of runs shitty in certain areas like really right. bad yes uh that's fine well they, they, well they, 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 they like some of these reviewers like really tear into some games about this but yeah. Zelda gets a pass well here's the thing dark souls is one of my favorite games of all time mm -hmm. of all time and got great reviews but it has in some parts of the game it's it's some of the worst performing game i've ever played mm -hmm. you know and and there's there's two or three areas of the original dark souls on 360 and ps3 that the performance just, it's like 10 frames per second. But that doesn't detract from my overall experience mm -hmm. of the game. Right. I'm not, I'm not, not that I, we don't score games. Right. We don't review or, or put numbers to games. But to me, um, you know, unless it's, uh, unless it permeates the entire experience, right. uh, a small moment of a frame drop won't, 
really take me away or out of it. I mean, it's obviously running at 30, but it definitely at points, at least for me, in this first hour and a half has dropped below 30. And I've, I'm running through some trees, the grass is blowing, three enemies pop up, and it's like, chugs. This is right. a TV mode. Well, it's, it's so I'd like to speak to that. Um, now reports are saying that it actually runs better in handheld and mode. I, I was just about to say that. Right. When I take it off and I go play it in my room, I notice that less. And that makes sense because in handheld mode, it's you know, it's running in 720. It's upscaled yeah. to it's 900 upscaled to 1080 on my TV. Right, maybe. right. Yeah. So maybe if there was an option sense. to just play it in 720 yeah. on TV, because it's you know, with stylized graphics, you know, I don't think resolution is as important. No, definitely not. If it was like hyper realistic, then yeah, probably resolution would be uh, a factor. And and so far, like that's not again, like you said, that's not detracting from my experience. I just like to call out like double perfect, standards. Perfect stuff. score. If well, it's a perfect score, it's like what does that mean? At, you know? at that point, you are debating what does that mean? What is right. a perfect game? Well, a game can't be perfect right. because there's always going to be Something. a way you can improve. So there's at least one flaw. And there's always a way to improve. And I, to me, a perfect score in a game publication has never ever indicated that this game is flawless. Yeah. But that this game is sets the new standard for what it this it, genre it, should be. It makes it where that doesn't matter. Right. Because of the overall experience. Yeah. Um, See, I guess I don't want to. I mean, it's a day of. We don't want to talk. Too I haven't much even the, put haven't this put cartridge on. in my system yet. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I'm playing Fast Prescription RX. <laughs> it's great. I'll definitely say that there are there are a couple of moments in the game where it's definitely a Wii U game. Yeah. Oh, so, like when you carry around a screen, like a second screen well, tablet. Like, uh, all Link time. has a he Link has, has an iPad. a Wii U tablet <laughs> attached <laughs> to his belt. That's that's one of them. But there's also like instances where you can like tell that like there are there were parts of the game where you would have to like do motion control with uh, the gamepad and stuff like that. Now I gotta say, they, they for when you're playing Zelda, they they give you the option to use motion control or not, and it's not for like when you're shooting your bow. Like one of the first runes you get, which is like your items, it's like a magnet. And in the the first trial, you have to like move magnet things. And I found myself just naturally, yeah, guiding the the, the thing I'm carrying with my magnet with the game pads. I was playing in handheld mode mm. as opposed to using the stick, kind of like when I was playing Splatoon. Yeah, like I liked using the motion control to, to aim in Splatoon, and using the the right stick as a supplement. You know? Yeah, we call that's like the the touch, right? Mm-hmm. Like in, it's an Uncharted on the Vita when you're yeah. When you are using the motion control to aim, but then you can also use the analog to just right. get that. Last that, like, little, little fine. Yeah. and that I, I didn't even like I said I didn't even catch myself doing that until like the second time I did I'm like oh, okay I didn't even like I'm like why is motion why is there an option for motion control and then I was like oh I like this this works now for the motion control I believe like if you have like the both both of the Joy-Con like in your hand and whatnot like I think it's mostly done with the right Joy-Con. yeah the right one is the one with the the IR sensor. I'm wondering if most of the tech is actually in the right Joy-Con. Like, if you're having problems, you have left Joy-Con. Yeah. Is the left Joy-Con communicating with, with that, the right and then Joy-Con? That's going to the system. Right. So, because isn't the the Amiibo sensor in the right one? Yeah, too? the Amiibo yeah. sensor is in the right one. The um, is this an IR blaster? What is this? Yeah. When you play one two switch, you use the IR thing to eat your sandwich. Okay. And it's strange that an IR blaster is facing you, you. And not the it's TV. On the, it's on the bottom of the Joy-Con. It's on the bottom of the yeah. Joy-Con. So I don't really know what that's all about. Uh, um, I would actually appreciate. I know it's pointless and useless, but I would actually appreciate an amiibo dock, like something where I can just always have a little circle uh, mm-hmm. on a table, so I don't have to put the amiibo on a controller because mm-hmm. you can't keep it there. Away, yeah, you can't keep it there. Not that you need to keep mm-hmm. an amiibo anywhere in any game. Uh, um, 
Let me ask you, Vaughn, going back to Zelda, because I've only played one of these. Yeah. And this one, like, my weapons break all the time. I can easily find new ones, but, like, has that ever been a thing in a Zelda, or weapon break is, like, weapon breaking new? The only time where, like, uh, I recall in, like, the distant, distant past where, like, a weapon broke was Ocarina of Time with the giant knife, uh-huh. but... Like, you could just get the big Goron sword that right. never breaks. Because so. it's like, I can pick up this club, and then, like, five swings and the club's broken. But yeah. There's another club, or, like, my bow broke. I think there, there was something like that in other Zelda games as well. Like, some, like, weapons just ended up, like, breaking. But, I mean, you could always either, like, get more of that same weapon in multiple of, or you could just get a version of that weapon where it just doesn't break at all. Okay. And Whereas then, uh, in this game, though, you have limited resources. You can get multiple of the same weapon, but they're all going to break. So. Yeah. And in this one, this is the first one where you, you don't, you're not cutting grass down and breaking, breaking pots <laughs> for hearts to heal yourself. You're like eating food, and you can cook them to make them better, and and all these different things, right? Like this is the first yeah. time we like have like, ample food supply to heal yourself, and then to make like potions and elixirs. Yeah. So finding stuff by cutting down like things is not really so much of a thing. <laughs> and then having to survive, you know, you got you got a you got a clock going on. You've got like I'm trying to go to these temples, and it's like it's too cold. You better figure this out, or you're gonna die. So I'm trying to figure out that, uh, yep. and that's kind of where I stopped. And so there's a lot more survival elements. I mean, this is all stuff they were showing off on the E3 stage. Yeah. Um, so I knew a little bit about it, but I was trying to, you know, not pay too much attention just because A, like, I'm not the biggest Zelda guy, and B, I'm like, well, I'm going to get this because everyone's going to get this. Right, right. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I just feel kind of lost. Well, I think that I think that was the whole point, I, I think. No, like... do, you, do you feel like this is, like, a throwback to the original game? Like they're kind of going in that like uh like that essence where they just kind of open the world up and you yep. go wherever. Yep. You have like a little bit of like limited guidance, but yeah. you just go for you I just keep, go from there. I keep going to the old man and I'm like, help me out. And he's like, figure out yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, I'm enjoying. It. I'm gonna keep playing it. Um, I've been balancing this with something else. We'll talk about later. Uh, and I know I'll be able to because well, I'm going on the road Sunday through Friday for work. Luckily, this is the, with me, so now I can just take the Switch with me, and I can play it on the road, so it's perfect. So I'll be able to play more Zelda, more Zelda then, for sure. What is this? Is this a scratch? No, it's not. Probably okay. scratch. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit about already. Um, the... There's some early reports uh, that indicate extensive dock usage will actually scratch a portion of the bezel on the Switch, which is unfortunate. Yeah. That won't affect gameplay at all, because it's not the viewable screen mm-hmm. but i mean we we all with our consumer electronics would like them to stay in the best condition of that course. we can keep them in that's yeah. why we buy cases and some of us buy screen protectors but um that's kind of crazy that that passed uh cert, cert you know it seems to me that that's something that they would have found out in the cert process mm-hmm. but didn't do anything to alleviate it it's as simple as putting like a soft a sticky pad inside um your switch dock when I say sticky pad, I don't mean sticky on both sides. Like a, right. a soft circular pad that would stick to the inside of the dock that would uh, allow the system, the switch itself, to brush up against the soft side when you're docking it. I've seen some screenshots or pictures from people uh, like on Reddit and NeoGAF that put these little stickers inside their dock that's like a felt. It's like a sticker on one side mm-hmm. and a felt side on the other, so it the, the switch unit 
doesn't scratch itself when you're, you know, that's something I'm definitely going to look into getting because I don't, I'm not interested in, in the bezel of this thing getting all scratched up, even though that doesn't affect the gameplay at all. Also, uh, the Switch and its Joy-Con accessories are not compatible with any type of um, sticky, the, the little sticky like decals, the decal mods that, that a lot of people like to get. So, in fact, one major company that focuses and their whole business is selling decals for, you know, the games. top post on Reddit. They're like, don't do this. Yeah, they canceled all the orders that they took for uh, Switch decals because it will actually ruin the, like, finishing job on your Switch. Jeez. When you take the decal off, like on a PS4 or a DS, if you decal your system and remove the decal, it's fine. Like, it, there's no residue. It doesn't damage the paint or the, you know, the design of it. But when you decal a switch and take it off, it actually, like, takes – it leaves a weird pattern. It, like, removes the finish to the switch. It's – it, it like huh. – so you can – the switch is not compatible with any type of adhesive surface. That's so, not good. I mean, that's not – yeah, that's – it's not a deal breaker. But some people really like to buy those decals yeah. and put on their, you know, put on their, their systems. And you cannot do that. On the switch, so do not do that. Do not put a sticker on your switch unless you never want to take it off. Right, that yeah. doesn't seem very good. Sorry, uh, FedEx replied back to me from my card. Oh, live. Uh, they were just like uh, the, the facility contacted and informed me the driver was able to get past the gate. You can go pick it up between two thirty and five. I'm like, no shit. I tried to. I've gone to that facility. Like, here's my gate code. Give it to your drivers. Oh, we can't do that. Right. Anyway, sorry. Um, how's uh fast prescription racing? Pat, let me tell you, if you uh have uh, if you're feeling ill and have it, you know, <laughs> what am I trying to I, say I have, here? I have the need. You do have the need. And the to only go prescription fast. is fast fast RMX. Fast RMX. <laughs> so this is from uh, is it Shinen or, or I think it's Shinen is the name of the developer. Um, they made Fast Racing Neo on the Wii U. I don't know what that is either. That is a F Zero multimedia. Yeah. That is like a not F Zero. Okay, so this it's like F Zero, but not. Okay. When I think F zero, I think very tight control. No, like there's no weight to mm-hmm. my my racing units, my my cars, my vehicles. They don't really have weight to them. I mean, they do, uh, but you can just get up and go. In F zero, you just go fast and yeah, you can yeah. turn on a dime very well. This to me races a lot more like Wipeout. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The the your vehicles do have like a, a weight that's set to the back. So when you go around a, cr- a curve or a turn, it, it you do feel that weight. Um, th- there's no weapons, so it's not like Wipeout in the sense that you're firing weapons at other vehicles. So it's more like F-Zero style racing, but with uh, with Wipeout style controls. Uh-huh. Um, there's an Ikaruga mechanic uh, of okay. switching the polarity of your thank you of your vehicle. Uh, when you hit a boost track, it's either going to be one color. It's going to be uh, I think. Orange or blue, I always say. Blue yeah, blue and orange. <laughs> and if you're not the right color when you hit that track, you'll actually slow down. Okay. Um, so you need to kind of change the polarity of your uh, your racing. I keep I, vehicle seems wrong. I guess ship would be the better word. It's it looks kind of like a like an F zero. Yeah, I mean it, the environments look very similar to uh, F Zero GX on the GameCube from two thousand three. I'll boot this up and look at it while you while yeah. You do it cause so I, can. I am really enjoying this game. Uh, there is multiplayer. I haven't tried it yet. I've just been playing through the single player uh, challenges, the races. It looks like it gives you the option when you start up to press L and R or press SL and SR, so you can play it. I guess SL and SR well, the the bumper is on well, the inside of the Joy-Con if you hold it sideways. You're going to use both those anyway. Um, I think right. it's just wanting you to confirm what control. That's methods. what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm not saying. I just meant like you can play it sideways. Oh, like you sure. can play two players with the two Joy Cons. Oh God, that sounds terrible. Um, That's all kind of going with that. Yeah. So when you play, uh, 
you know, B, I think B is accelerate, and then um, I want to say R is A is uh, accelerate, R is oh, boost. Good. Here we go. ZL and ZR are lean. Yeah, you can lean into right. your turns. X is phase shift, so yep. I assume that's what you're talking that's about. That's the Ikaruga like, thing. Yeah. B is break, and then you can change the, view with up. Don't break. That's not a good <laughs> idea. I don't know why. Enable rumble, or you can do motion control. Oh, motion control sounds terrible. The the rumble's really cool, so this is the only time I've experienced the HD rumble. Mm -hmm. have, we, have we talked about that already? I think a little bit earlier, but yeah. I mean, well, it's not you much just kind of talked about that. Yeah. I don't know if there's like, is it just when because like the engine's revving and um, it feels like it's, it's moving. It's like when or... I go into the um, boost areas, it does that. Okay, rumble, but... because the Xbox One prides itself on Forza, like when you're with its uh, like trigger rumble or whatever. So when yeah. you're like, driving your car, you can feel it. And the, I've I really like the trigger rumble on the Xbox One. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you? What have you been doing? There's, I see on the main menu here we have championship, multiplayer, hero mode. I've just been options. doing championship. Okay. And I've lost every race. <laughs> have you really? Yeah. Well, not, not last place, but uh, I've gotten like third or fourth. Yeah. No, I'm not really uh, very good at this game. <laughs> oh, man, I'm in like an aquarium uh, race Oh, you're now. playing it right now as we talk. Yeah, dude, this is great. Um, it really does visually. It's – it's what, what's that? Oh, he's counting down. Uh -oh. um, visually, <laughs> it's totally uh, F-Zero GX. Like it has the tubes, like the tube-style tracks. It has the – Oh man, this rumble's so it's, cool! It's got yeah. the it's got the gravity defined jumps. Uh, yeah, it does it's have the, the jumps. It's got the boost power. When you boost, it it totally goes fisheye lens uh, to give you that kind oh, of like greater sense of speed. And Oops. I haven't done any I'm of the. Uh, now I am disappointed. There's no cockpit view. Mm. I'm cycling through the views. There's only three views, and it's just kind of far away, closer, closer. So I I really appreciate cockpit view in these types of games. You don't think it'd be going too fast and like everything be too? Hell no, or? man! I do cockpit view in every racing. Do you game. have a rear view? Um, let's see. No. Oh shit! I just fell off the track. Okay. Aww. There's no rear view either. We're live impressions of Adam now because this is what this type of podcast is today. Yeah, this is not a. Uh, this is not. Uh, usually, our show is not like this. <laughs> we have a new thing, you have to and forgive we just us. got it a day ago. See, this, this is why I didn't bring my switch. <laughs> no, but this is, this is fine. We no. knew this was gonna. This is going really fast. Like this is. This isn't too bad. I'm really glad. I can also talk and play Vaughn. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm yeah. not a novice. I'm really <laughs> glad this came out because. They didn't really talk about this at all. Like, I didn't hear about this until like three weeks ago, maybe. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's the phase shift thing that I did bad on. I uh, when I oh yeah oh, no I'm sorry go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I thought that the phase shift actually was gonna be every time you pick up the power up. Oh, and I was yeah. like, well, that's too fast. Oh, I can't yeah. change my phase like every split second. But it's only the boost. On the boost. Only on the boost tracks. The uh, oh, I just fell off the cliff. Yeah, me too. Uh, because the main reason I bought Bomberman, because I'm not the biggest Bomberman fan, uh, is because I wanted a multiplayer game at launch. Yep. Because Mario Kart's next month, and that's dumb. That should be out. Don't Yeah, don't you need to clarify that. Mario Kart's I'm, not dumb. I'm sorry, dumb, Mario Kart's not dumb. The fact that it's, it's not didn't hit now. launch is, is pretty dumb, in my opinion. Well, I, I bet, agree. I bet the makers of fast prescription racing are excited, are excited there's no Mario Kart. They, I, mean, I, I would not have bought this if Mario Kart was out. So also, maybe that's what they wanted to do. Uh, this is 60 frames per second. Oh, this looks like, great. It is gorgeous. Um, it, is, it is fast, and it is uh, not dropping frames. No. Oh, I see there's three boosts in a row that went orange, blue, orange. But the uh, the big thing is now with Snipperclips being a launch title, this is out. At least they have some multiplayer things. Oh, it's a multiplayer machine at this at, point. At this point, that, and, that, and I'm really one, excited two, about switch. that. That's, yeah, everybody's one, playing two, that. <laughs> my, uh, my, so my ship blew up. 
So that's I, something that can this happen. is one I want. I want to want to play this more. We should play this next week yeah. together on the road and figure out what multiplayer is. I uh, while I was waiting for my games to not show up yesterday, I started Shovel Knight again mm. because why that's, not? That's one of the best games game. ever made. And I only played like the first level. And like I mentioned earlier, I was mainly playing with the pro controller, and the D-pad is really disappointing. Uh, with uh, on the on your pro controller. on my pro controller playing Shovel Knight, but then also playing with uh, like these weird D buttons, like your C button, the D group. The I like to call it the D, D group. group. <laughs> uh, that didn't feel good either, right? Because now it's off centered the other way from the the buttons and the. So you effectively have no uh, way to play Shovel Knight. I have Shovel Knight really well, and maybe uh, when the fight stick comes out, maybe yeah, that'll be, <laughs> that'd be better. Because the joystick doesn't really feel good either playing that game but that game's still great uh there's amiibo support now which wasn't there when i first started but i haven't really tried that out so i don't know what it does now does it only support the shovel Knight amiibo or can sure. i put anything on there i didn't look too much into that uh but that game's still great and that's out I, i'm mainly, i'm playing through the the main campaign again because it's been almost three years yeah and i never got to play the plague knight dlc and now specter knight's out so i just want to play all of them and that game that has in-game achievements, right? Typically, yeah. uh, shovel knight. Even if you don't see, if you miss the uh, lack of achievement system on the uh, the Switch, you can some some games will have in-game achievements. Mm-hmm. You can take advantage of those. And yeah. and then I haven't had a chance to play Snipper Clips yet because I wanted to play and that. Now that together. is something that yeah, it's it's you can play by yourself, but it seems like it's really designed to play yeah. with a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's another thing that I'm going to download tonight. Uh, um, we can be try it out this week too. Yeah, we will. I want we could, we could. Bring cowboy hats. We could have played one two switch, but we, what more. we need to do is go to a party supply store <laughs> when we we're working up in Monroe, and we're just we need a budget three hundred dollars <laughs> on uh, you know silly hats. Well, and... first we need to go get a plastic like container from Walmart. <laughs> yeah, to carry and it all in. Three hundred dollars on bow like boas and hats and That's yeah. Funny. <laughs> and Vaughn, you English playing Zelda on yep. your switch, right? It's the only thing I own okay. right now, and so, I'm losing sleep over it. <laughs> And an hour later, that's our early 24, 32 hour, 36 hour switch impression. Let's go ahead and say, uh, do you think this is uh, a, a hit or do you think it's, uh, how do you feel? What are your initial impressions overall summarized? Um, I feel it's a better launch than the Wii U. Definitely. For me personally. Having a Zelda helps, but the, it's also on that. I think Nintendo never found a way to show you why the Wii U needed to be how it was. And exactly. Yeah. And so far in the 36 hours I've had this, I've used the gimmick. Sure. I was playing Zelda sitting on my couch, got tired of sitting on my couch, pulled it right out, was playing in the bed. Went to the airport, yeah, playing exactly. it on the floor. And, <laughs> and, and the fact that you can do that has me wanting to buy more of these indie games and these smaller titles on the Switch, but I used to get it on PS4 slash Vita because I could play it on my Vita on the go. Right. But then you had to deal with cloud saving. I didn't always have internet in my hotel that was worth a damn to get it down, like pull right. the save. And then I never wanted to do it before I left. But this, I mean, just pop it out, pop it back in. Battery life is something I haven't tested yet, like constantly playing it in handheld mode. Right. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll have a final verdict on that as time goes along. I've but I'm already that. way more excited about this thing than I was the Wii U. Uh, yeah, basically give me ports of all the best Wii U games right now. that's what they're doing. Mario Kart. I mean, they're making Splatoon 2, but it's basically just more Splatoon. But I want, I'm, I'm not going to get Bayonetta, and I'm not going to get Wonderful 101, and I want them. You yeah. Know? If they give me Hyrule Warriors with all the uh, the 3DS content that they added oh, to I'll it. Oh, I'll totally buy yeah. that. That would be great. Do we know if the Switch 
is better hardware-wise than the Wii U? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we know I'm that. I'm not sure because you know. could Bayonetta run at 60 on a Switch? Yeah, I don't know. Because it, this is this is weird. I mean, like, technically it's a handheld, but it's home. Like I said, I don't know what they're trying to classify this I as. I think you've got a te- – is it a Tegra 2 in here or is it a Tegra it, 3? It's a, it's a custom Tegra, isn't it? Oh, is, is it? I guess I should talk about the mic. Yeah. And then I was joking yesterday. I was like, I have a serious dilemma, guys. I don't know if I put my Switch games on my shelf with all my console games or on my shelf with all my handheld games. <laughs> uh, because the, I don't know what this goes on. The reason why you put it on the shelf with the handheld games is because the boxes are just – that makes more sense to well, me. Well, they're thinner, but they're the same height as a PS4 case. Okay. Well, now I don't know. I think I'm going to put on my handheld case just because my receiver is sitting on my handheld case and my Switch dock is sitting on top of my receiver. So they're like right there. So I think that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, and that way I don't have to clear off more console shelf space when I keep getting PS4 games. I do like how thin the Switch game cases are. Yeah, it's funny that when you open it up and it's just all this plastic and nothing because the game is about the same size as a Vita, Vita yeah, game. Yeah, But I understand why they have to do that because sure. for when it's sitting on the store shelves, they want you to see it. And it can't be confused with like a 3DS case. And it can't be as big as like a like an Altoid box, you know? Yeah, that's not going <laughs> to... Yeah, exactly. The retail aspect of that. Exactly. It has to be visually appealing. But, but it's funny because it looks... It's like you open it up and there's nothing, nothing in it. In not, there. Nothing in No, no book. It's a beautiful Just Zelda artwork when you wait, open the box. Wait until, uh, not that they're confirmed to ever make a game on the Switch. Just just wait if uh, CD Projekt Red ever makes a game on the Switch. <laughs> You'll have a ton of shit in there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, moving away from Nintendo, uh, I mean, obviously... Some people are saying Zelda could, I don't know, be a game of the year contender. What do you think, Vaughn? I definitely believe so. Um, I think it's safe to say another game of the year contender also came out this week on PlayStation 4 with Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I know Steven and I have been playing that. Yeah, that uh, game is uh, incredible. Mm-hmm. It's it. I was on the road. At, we both were. Yeah. And um, I got to my hotel and unpacked, and my TV in my hotel was a CRT <laughs> television. And I'm like, "What year is this?" And I brought my PS4 with full intention of playing Horizon all week. And you can't do that on a CRT. You time. can't. So I went to Walmart and bought a TV, <laughs> which I've done before. Um, that game is so good. It, I'm not much further than where I was mm-hmm. uh, when this week started, but I mean, I didn't get a chance to play it until. I got back. So basically right. Thursday, leading up to Switch launch, I was trying to cram as much Horizon in. I probably played two-ish hours, maybe. Did you get to the Proving? No. Okay. So are, yeah, I, you're further than me, then. Yeah, that's really when that game... I just got outside the like the gate. Right. Uh, there's plenty to do. Yeah. Where you were, where... Well, I, I was doing every side quest. I got really distracted hunting things, yeah. trying to gather supplies. They run away so fast. I know. This is basically Uncharted meets Far Cry 3. Yeah. Yeah, well, yes, I would say that's about accurate. Because, um, and, but not as much Uncharted as you'd think, which is really good just, for me. It's really just the climbing and exploring. Right, I put on her, in third person. And there's because a, Far Cry three and four were first person, and you're hunting and you're gathering materials and upgrading your stuff. But I was climbing a cliff looking for things, and it was just the right amount of climbing, unlike Uncharted four. Yeah, which had too much climbing at parts. Um, no, I, I agree. Um, it, and this game is gorgeous. Like yes. It, it's the first game I've ever played where I immediately thought, man, I need a 4K television. Mm-hmm. Because I know that by playing it in 1080p, I can tell it's just I'm missing out on details. This yeah. game was – it's it's really beautiful. Um, and it runs – it runs well enough uh, to me, you know, for, for what you're what you're seeing. Yeah, I mean, your it's television. definitely – 
it's it's also it has 30. its, it it has has its moments. moments yeah uh but i mean i guess a little synopsis game takes place in the far far future sure it's post like at least apocalyptic at least 20 years from now at least 20 years from now yeah uh like civilization's ruined but then it's like grown back up and now it's like like uh like tribes of of humans and they have these robot dinosaur machines running around as you do it's the type of post-apocalyptic game setting that i like it's Mm -hmm. the not uncharted it's the um it's the last of us style overgrown beautiful lush uh environments right but this is even like past that yes like all of civilization was fucked and gone and then like these new like tribes emerged and you play as Aloy, which is an awkward name to say. It, Aloy, right? Aloy. Alloy? You, you're, Aloy? You're, out, Aloy. you're outcast. Yeah. For something, I don't know why. You I'm are sure the, the child of an outcast. Who's, well, not really. Not really. Well, now you're talking about an, spoiler yeah, territory. Right. But yeah. Uh, and it's in the, it's in the opening cutscene. But, well, but you got to watch that. Okay, yeah. yeah you but do. you are raised by an outcast. Mm-hmm. And um, you got to figure out why. What's your purpose in life, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you start the game playing as a child version of Aloy uh, for a yeah. brief period of time. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of what sets off the mysteries of like what happened to the old civilization. Right. And then why are we here and what's going on. And that's what has me really, really interested in con- continuing to play because it's like what is going on. Right. Because you find all these old like data logs at the beginning like citing this thing, whatever happened. And you're like, well, what? What, like why, why is everything like this? The election of 2016 <laughs> AD brought us all down. Yes. Uh, so uh, I love this game for uh, other reasons. For its mechanics, it's mm-hmm. um, there's so much you can do, and oftentimes yeah. in a video game where you have so many abilities kind of at your disposal, it's difficult to. It feels overwhelming. It does, and you're like, why well, have this controller? And we've been playing games for decades, but to me, nothing in um, nothing in horizon feels unnatural. Like I can, I really quickly adapted to its control scheme and I can quickly craft, you know, arrows and trap Mm -hmm. kits and then immediately switch my weapons. And I'm even like sliding and jumping and slowing in midair and aiming and and successfully one shotting things in the head. There are power ups you can do where if you jump and you pull your bow, it's not time slows down. Right. Right. You can be really cool and do things like that. So I feel like a badass playing this game. It's, it's, it's still taking me a little bit to adjust that square is crouch. Right. As opposed to like a stick. Cause R3 brings up like your Batman vision. Right. Um, I prefer that because I don't like an action that I use often to be mapped to a stick click. Mm-hmm. I prefer uh, a stick click to be something that I barely ever do. Right. It just I never feel good clicking in a stick. Mm-hmm. It's not. But I you can't can you not remap that though no. if you want that's weird to, to me. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I could remap jump on Zelda to B yeah. instead of X. And that's surprising to me. I'm surprised that Nintendo lets. You well, it's funny. That. It's not really a remap. Is there? There's a uh, there's a setting in the menu that says. Change jump button. Okay. And it just, all it does is switch B and, and B and X. So they knew. Yeah. Nintendo knew. Uh, it's so weird. It's like playing, playing Bioshock in 07 with jump being like triangle <laughs> on the top, like jump being X. That's weird to me. Yeah. Also, it's weird. There's a jump in a Zelda game. Has there ever been a jump in a Zelda game? Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think it's been a button press, but there's been items that allow you right, to jump. Right, right. Yeah. Um, you know why, to me, triangle makes sense as jump? Because the triangle's pointing up, dude. You <laughs> triangle goes up, and it's the top button, so jump. But yeah, it's, but Bioshock was originally on 360 only, and that's why. The triangle there. Sex, well, so. why? It's like your arms are pointing <laughs> in the air. Yeah, I'm just kidding, man. Uh, but yeah, like Horizon's gorgeous. It's 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 a Far Cry game so far. You got you got your main quest you can do. You run into people. They're like, please go help me. 
do things. Uh, even though you're an outcast, I'm yeah. going to break the law like, and so talk to you. many people are breaking the law just so I can help them out. Yep. Well, they know you're really mm-hmm. good at helping people right. out. You get experience when you kill things and do these quests. You level up. When you level up, you get more skill points you can spend to upgrade Aloy. And, yeah, I just left the gates because some weird shit's happening. My yeah. final lesson. Just wait, man. You're going to find out. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Uh, so I want to play more of this. And I was really bummed I was out of town, and I'm going to be out of town next week again, so I can't play it a lot. So probably after we finish recording this, now that i got some Zelda under my belt, I'm going to yeah. go back to Horizon until I leave tomorrow, and then we'll go back to Zelda. Now what Switch needs is a mod to have HDMI input, so you can just hook anything <laughs> yes, up to this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I really want. Um, so if you have a PS4 and you didn't want to get the Switch, you don't like Zelda, you should like check out Horizon. And if you it's don't, really good. I think Horizon is like a great entry point into PlayStation 4. I think so. Uh, you know, because... What we're like three and a half years in the PS4 at this point, mm-hmm. almost, and yeah. uh, this to me so far has been one of my favorite games on the system. Do you think Aloy will be like the next Sony? I face? I can't say where this game goes, That's so true. I don't know uh, where the story. Uh, I do think that Horizon has the potential to be a very important franchise to PlayStation. If they made a Sony PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale oh too. Would yeah. Aloy be in this? Of course, <laughs> man. That nobody wants that game, but yeah, she'd have to be in this game. That'd be great. Uh, so I, I've been messing around with that, and then uh, really briefly, unless you have anything else to say about Horizon. No, yeah, I can't wait to get more into it because I'm still so early. I'm further than you, but not that yeah. much further. Uh, very briefly, because I didn't realize this coming out next week. I played the Near Automata yes. demo. Yeah. Holy shit! Like I am buying this game now because of I, that demo because that was so much fun. I didn't realize it was that close uh, to coming out, but I've been looking forward to this game since it was announced. Uh, uh, I never played Near. I don't know anything about Near besides that gray hair guy on the cover. He with, looks like Geralt, sort of. Right. Um, I this don't know game plays, doesn't play anything like that because this is co-developed by Platinum, right? And it's a XXY or it is square a, square triangle character action character game. action classic gameplay style have you played this demo yet no i haven't oh man i don't know i'm this white hair girl who's wearing like a blindfold and i'm like running around hitting things with my sword i have a robot buddy that shoots things if i press a button and i'm fighting like a giant blade that sounds fucking awesome and then i'm like platforming on these and fighting these robots and then it goes like 2d what and then it goes like top down and i'm still doing all this stuff and it's just like really fast motion it's so good i'm gonna have to download this demo this afternoon dude you you need to check it out because yeah i went and bought it and after buying my Switch, six Switch games, I got Horizon this week. <laughs> I need to buy another fucking game because it's that good. Overload. Luckily, uh, next week we're off of work, so I'm just going to yeah. cram all three of these games in. I'm working at Gameware. I'm really kicking myself for buying Halo Wars 2 now because I need that shit. I, I didn't realize Nier was so close. Yeah. Uh, and that I would enjoy it. And I played that demo for like 30 to 45 minutes. That's impressive. And I, I didn't even finish it. I'm like, okay, this is enough. I don't know yeah, if this is going to be in the game, so I don't want to do it again. Play the final game. No yeah. more demo. Uh, so. If you like character, do you want to like character action games? Yeah. Have you checked out Near Automata yet? Nope. The demo? Not you yet. Go- well, I know you're in Zelda, and you probably won't. But <laughs> when you get done with Zelda, or you get tired of Zelda on PS4, download the Near Automata demo if it's still there. It comes out next week. It's really fun. Cool. It's really good. Sounds good. Um, so yeah, let's talk about some news. There is a fair amount of news this week going up. Uh, what had to leave the rumor has it section is now into the news section. Uh, we have a confirmation for the next game in the Middle Earth series. Sweet. Middle Earth Shadow of War has been uh, confirmed with an August 22nd release date. 
Yeah. Obviously, the follow-up to the successful 2014 title, Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor. The Nemesis system's coming back, baby, and it's bigger and better than ever. Good, because I love that. Part of the best part of the game. So now it's also going to like affect uh, like the, the uh, like the cityscape, like and the, the environments. environments. Yeah, yeah, Instead that's of really also cool. Just the, the enemies. Um, I, so I'm, if you piss off a tree, twenty years later, <laughs> it's really going to come back and get it's going to be huge. And well, in in Lord of the Rings, you can piss off a tree. That's true. <laughs> kind of large and walk around. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. That's... It, I'm really surprised. Us, we said this. A lot of other people said this three years ago. Yeah, I really thought the Nemesis system. We'd see that in every game that came out. Now uh, we haven't yeah. seen it in any game. We haven't seen it in one game. Yeah, we, you know, when it was around the same time, or it was a little after. Well, it was far after. But people thought Dark Souls again would be yeah. one of the most influential like game, and and that was influencing uh, some games. But nobody aped the nemesis system nobody no, nobody at all yeah. maybe they couldn't crack the code maybe couldn't figure out how to program couldn't figure out the middle out the ai uh, yeah like gotta get that middle Valley out reference. yeah uh so that's really cool I, I liked what i played a shadow of mordor i don't know why i stopped i think it just probably some other game came out and it was like in september and we were gone for work and then some other things came out uh that had a really cool concept and yeah. i'm excited to see to see more of it well this summer you'll have an opportunity uh with there being kind of a a lull in the game release schedule. Yeah, you could always Halo go Wars back. And yeah. Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. So that's really neat. Um, Twitch is going to start selling video games this okay. spring. Why not? Everyone is. Everyone Even is. 7-Eleven sells video sell. games. Yeah. Um, they have their own like la- like desktop app. Yes, that, like, like launch a store. Up. Yeah. You could download the Twitch store. So now when you're watching PewDiePie hate on Jews and play. <sighs> well, that's, uh, you <laughs> dang. Know, that's pretty rough. Played Brit? No, uh, he he doesn't really stream. Who's who's a good Twitch streamer that everyone um, loves? Uh, anyway, when you're watching your favorite Twitch streamer, not play Hearthstone, that's all I do. There's going to be a buy button on whatever game they're playing. So if you buy it from Twitch, the uh, the publisher gets their seventy percent, right? Just like Sony and Steam get their thirty percent. But instead of Twitch staying that taking that whole thirty percent, the streamer gets five percent of the sale. So if I'm watching Jeff Green play Dark Souls three, yeah, and I'm like, I want the PC version of Dark Souls three, but not on Steam. Yeah, you can uh, have, you can give Jeff Green, what, what, three dollars of that? Yep, three bucks. <laughs> hey, multiply that times a million. That's true. Now this is where things get kind of fishy because now it was always like a weird gray moral ethic area when streamers were not disclosing they're paid that they were paid to play certain games. Shadow Mordor got in trouble with that a few years ago. It did. With PewDiePie. Yeah. Uh, and other streamers, other YouTubers. So now we might have these publishers contacting these guys again to make them play their games more and like, hey, we'll pay you. And, you know, when you sell games, you get that 5% cut. It just, I don't know, things get really murky there because these influencers, these YouTubers and these, these Switch guys and gals, they're a weird gray area when it comes to like media ethics. Because these people have more followings and can influence more than some media outlets, you know? Like Game Informer. Exactly. So the fact that they really don't have any rules or don't care about ethics. It's the Wild West, man. You can do have anyone do anything, and then now they can get some money out of it. It's kind of strange to me. I'm I'm also having trouble. Like, I don't know if I want to install a Twitch store. No. Because I've got so much already invested in Steam. Mm-hmm. I'm already annoyed when it's like, oh, I don't play Witcher 3, and I download God Galaxy, or I don't play... Well, 
that might be the one exception for me. But I was a beta tester on GOG, so yeah, it's uh, like, well, I want to play Mass Effect and but I don't want to or Battlefield Origin. One. I have to yeah. play use Origin, you know, like. Right. Well, I, I I tried to use Origin and play Crisis, and it didn't work. I tried to play, use Origin and play Battlefield One, and it didn't work. Hmm. So I played that game because I had to update it five times, and it locked me out. Then it just said the game doesn't work. A Battlefield One did work for me. Okay, let's go. Yeah. So I I'm curious to see how successful this will be. I mean, it's cool. I mean, ever since Amazon bought Twitch, they've been doing different things to try to yeah monetize that service better. Right. And we have Twitch Prime, which is cool, and you get freebies there. And it, it wasn't surprising they're moving into the game selling in space. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just curious to see how how this will go. Uh, speaking of Hearthstone streams, the latest Hearthstone expansion got announced this past week. And 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 what? Is that uh, it? Well, <laughs> no, I have more, but I don't know what you're ending with. I have a lot more to say. I don't know like, is it, does it have a name? Yeah, I was about to say. It... And it's called Journey to Angoro. Oh, uh, Angoro. Angoro. Yeah. It, it's going to feature uh, dinosaurs. Ah, and yeah. There's a new tribe. The elemental um, creatures are getting their own little tribe tag. So yeah. they're going back to old cards and calling them elementals now. And we watched the live stream. Yeah. And, man, they, they kept talking. They, about... Yeah. Usually it's like a little trailer with a little cute little song, but it was just like, get you, get yeah, you, it was just Ben Brode, lead designer, and someone else like talking about it, which was for like seven or eight minutes by a uh, fire. By a fire. There's a new um, like keyword called adapt. So when oh. you throw your card down, you get three choices on how to modify that card specifically for that game, where kind of like the discover ability. And then a bunch of new cards are coming out with it. Never um, a better time to get started with Hearthstone. There's never a good time to get started with Hearthstone anymore. <laughs> and they're, they already talked about how they're taking some of the basic cards and moving them into wild format. And when this comes out, last year's releases, Grand Tournament, Black Rock Mountain, and one other one, they're getting rotated out. Oh, so yeah. a bunch of cards are leaving. And then these are coming in. But I love those cards. I know. My, I two, my two of my favorite cards are leaving standard. And they're basic cards. Wow. Rip. So that really sucks. And but when we when they were slowly releasing the few cards they have, when we see them, we're like, oh, that's why X card needs to go. Yeah. You're completely broken with this. Right, right. So it's fine. Uh, that's gonna come out in early April, they say. And since there was no cute little song, nope, like they have on every other single Hearthstone expansion release for the trailer, Reddit was like bombarding, blowing them up. <laughs> ben Brode, the lead designer, with that. So he like put up a YouTube video of him rapping some song he wrote about Angoro, oh. and that hit the top of Reddit. And now they've seen multiple like remixes, and they <sighs> took his song and put it over the reveal trailer, and it's really bad. But well, whatever the, works. The fans expect there to be a music. Yeah, uh, when you there, there should the, be there should be yeah. So I wonder if uh, going forward they'll make sure there's music in every uh, single yeah. reveal trailer. That should that should be sick. They probably will. Mm -hmm. Apparently. Um, the Crash Insane Insanity Collection, whatever that's called, is uh, is not a PlayStation exclusive, according but to. But it was at the Sony press conference. Yeah, and it was at PS uh, PSX. But according to a tweet from the PlayStation Ireland Twitter account, it's saying it's just uh, coming to Sony first. Well, it's okay. Uh, the more the merrier. Everyone. Yeah, should be exactly. Able to play. It's not like, oh man, I really wanted Crash now, to be on my. But it's, it's Activision it. doing this. Like, it's not Sony. Yeah, they need they need money. They're they're hard up after yeah. the failure of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. That's right. I'm just kidding. No, yeah. that was fine. Yeah. Activision doing just fine. They're doing. They're, they're doing back it. in the E3 hall. Here they yeah. are. They got and why'd they get such a good spot if they weren't there last year? I know. How did so they that that, money that must all be a lie. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll get we'll, we'll, have sure. that, that a little later. Sure. Because I'm going to transition and aside from Activision, let's talk about EA a little bit. Yeah. 
uh, the chief competition officer, <laughs> the made-up job they for gave Peter, to Moore Peter Moore, is leaving Electronic Arts, really? and he's he's leaving the game industry. But he's he, going to go be the CEO of Liverpool FC, which is a, a football club. He loves football. He does. But he's been such an influential and important kind of leader in uh, the games industry mm-hmm. for so long. But he's like, he. I know he loves Liverpool. He so does. It's like, if you could go be the head oh, of whatever. Oh, yeah, that's whatever, like, yeah. That's like, Steven, we need you to go run uh, Six Flags. Yeah, if all you right. Don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I probably um, wouldn't want to do that. No, but, yeah, it sounds terrible. Yeah. So, yeah, he has been very influential, bouncing around all the faucets he has in the gaming industry. And a I lot mean, of people expected him or to leave EA when he didn't get that CEO job. Right. Uh, but, yeah, they kind of gave him that fake title. And <laughs> what like what was that, anyway? We just need to keep Peter around. Just give him something. Yeah. So I don't know if he's going to go over here. Now he gets some, like, another CEO spot on his resume. Or, obviously, he'd love to head a, a football club. So I mean that's like a dream. Like, that's, yeah. You don't have to work. You just get to go to work. Yeah. So for him, I wouldn't yeah. want to do that. No, but, I do yeah. Good luck to good luck to Peter. I'm, sure, I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be yeah. back. He'll be the CEO of Valve. Yeah. One day, probably. Because he used to work at Xbox. Yeah. And didn't he work at Sega before that? I think so. You ruined my segue. Sorry. No. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Where did he work before EA? Was it at Xbox? Yeah, I'm trying to. Be oh, damn it! Idiot, nah, I messed up. He used to work at Xbox, right? Yeah, yes, he did. Yeah. So Xbox. Xbox announced this week their Games Pass oh, coming yeah. out. It's basically uh, their move to be like the Netflix it's, of gaming. They're the they're like the F Zero of games, <laughs> basically. Where you can pay nine ninety nine a month and you'll get access to eventually a hundred Xbox One and backwards compatible Xbox three sixty titles. That you get to download and play on your system as long as you pay for the service. And that's the key, right? Because the reason why no one no one really is – well, most people I know are not interested in PlayStation Now because it's streaming. It's streaming. And it just doesn't work that well. Even, even if it does, you're like, is this working right? Yeah. Does this feel right? It doesn't – it never feels right. <laughs> not to me. Maybe if I was just playing like backgammon on PS4. Which with, I do. With PS Now, that'd be fine. But I'm like trying to play MotorStorm or Devil May Cry and it's just not, not going to work that no, way. It's not working. But – with uh, the Xbox Game Pass, you can download the whole game, yep. and there's no streaming. It's perfect. But mm-hmm. the games that they're going to offer, I've, I've looked at the list. Mm-hmm. A lot of those games were like free on Xbox. The, that games with gold. A lot of those games are on there. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably they already had access to that. So, like, sure. what can we do with all these games? Let's put it, you know. And but they've got Halo Five in there, which you know, for ten bucks. I mean, hell, a game rental would be close to ten dollars. You know, when we were kids, and you'd only have that for two days. I was trying to log in to see this list, but I have to like log in with my password, and I don't That's remember weird. what my Xbox password is. Yeah. So I can't tell you this list of games, at least through Microsoft's website. So. I think I, maybe it's all Crackdown in there. Um, Crackdown's cool. I like that know, game. Halo. Oh my God. Probably some poker game nobody wants to play. This is why I hate Xbox now. The, and this Jesus is the Christ. only reason why. <laughs> but I yeah. just want to check the Game Pass list and I have to log in. And I don't can't remember my damn password. And every time I reset it, this is more my fault than theirs. But still, why do I have to log in? Anyway, uh, here we go. Here's a news article from Phil Spencer, head oh. of Xbox. And there aren't games listed. <laughs> well, you know, later this spring, including Halo Five Guardians, Payday wow. Two, NBA Two K Sixteen, and Soul Calibur Two. That's Soul Calibur Two. I prefer the first one. Yeah, I don't know. So, good job on Xbox. Also, more, I guess, weird news coming out of Xbox. 
that has to do with E3. So rev up the hype train. The uh, they are consolidating their booth and moving to South Hall. Yeah, as opposed to sharing West Hall with Sony and Nintendo. Well, why be third fiddle uh, <laughs> when you can be top dog in the in the other <laughs> hall? But the thing is, their booth space. Have you seen the layout of the map? At least? Yeah, it's, it's like tiny. it's very small. Now, granted, I don't know if because they're doing their thing on Sunday now, if they're like pulling an EA and they're going to have like people can go yeah. to that Sunday day and yeah, maybe we Monday. Don't, we don't know if maybe Microsoft, I mean, they have this whole thing they own called the Microsoft theater. They do. So right outside <laughs> of the Microsoft, Microsoft theater, we don't know if they're going to have many E3 for them, for themselves yeah. right out there. Right. Because they are, this is a console launch year for them. Yeah. Project Scorpio is set to come out and you're going to be showing that off in that tiny booth. Scorpio is going to have launch games. Yeah. Like, there's going to be games that come out. So, unless they're having, they have to be having their own thing outside of E3. Now, last year, uh, mini E3 outside the Microsoft Theater, wasn't that like multiple publishers? Yeah. It wasn't just one. No. It wasn't just, yeah. So, I'm wondering. Well, EA had their thing, though. Sure, but that was inside. That's what I'm saying. But, like you said, this Nintendo, was... I mean, Microsoft has the Microsoft Theater and they own Nokia, so they have, they probably own the Nokia. I'm thinking they have that whole property. Yeah. <laughs> so, they could just take. All of that outside space, outside the theater, and just have their own little like right. public. Mm-hmm. You know, to me that would make much more sense than being. You know, I, I joke when I say third fiddle, but let's be honest. I mean, Nintendo has Switch and PS4 has been killing it. Yeah, with software, and with this software. is their year, right? Yeah. And it's it's already starting with Horizon. Yeah. So I mean, we've God of War coming out, with Gran Turismo coming out this year. This is like the the biggest franchises that aside from Uncharted mm-hmm. uh, and Last of Us these are their biggest franchises and plus I wonder if like year. Spider-Man will be playable yeah they have Detroit coming yeah, out eventually we're looking forward to that that's yeah. not like a mainstream title no but, but it, I mean that's more stuff than I can name that's coming out on Xbox anytime soon hey Forza we got Forza coming out is there like a Forza yeah, 7 they, there's a Forza 7 coming out this fall they've already announced that okay um, and then I know Crackdown, Crackdown 3 is, Crackdown 3 has to be a Scorpio launch that game. has to be a, that has to be a launch title on Scorpio so uh, yeah, I don't know about all that. I don't know. I, the, one of the biggest games that's coming out this year. It's a it's a third party game. It's Red mm-hmm. Dead. Right? Yeah, Red Dead's gonna. And that's also gonna be on PS4. So. Sure, that's what I'm saying. It's third oh, party. oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like Tomb Raider was third party, but it was only eh, on Xbox. You know, so. Tomb Raider is a great game, but I don't think that has the resonance of. Uh, I don't think so either. A Red Dead. Um. Also, Sony has a VR unit that they, they put out. They do. It's, uh, yeah, selling very well. According to a New York Times article, they have sold uh, 915,000 of those little buggers. Let me tell which you. Which exceeds their expectations. They're selling so well, you can't find them. You can't find them at all. In store shelves. Um, but also, according to that New York Times article, for uh, they're predicting, because they Oculus and, and HTC slash Valve haven't put out official numbers. Right. But they're predicting that only 243,000 Rifts have sold and 420,000 Vives have sold. So the PS4 is outselling both of those combined. Yeah, and that's not a surprise. We've literally been saying that that was going to happen on the show since they announced exactly. PlayStation VR. Um, because, you know, uh, it, the, it is probably the best VR experience to have a really powerful computer and have all the uh, the, the light box tower things, whatever mm-hmm. they're called. And that's the best way to experience VR, but it's also the most expensive and most complicated. It is, yeah. So... The easiest way to experience VR, of course, is to buy a Samsung Galaxy phone and stick yeah. your phone in a stupid plastic thing. And that runs like garbage, but yeah. But then beyond that, PlayStation VR It's is, that perfect middle yeah, bridge. It really thing. is. Yeah. 
because it is true VR, whereas, you know, your phone in a plastic thing, that's like a parlor trick, right? Yeah. Um, not that VR, I mean, VR is a parlor trick, <laughs> but, but PlayStation VR, it's got a great lineup of software for what, the amount of time it's been out. I mean, there's mm-hmm. games you can play, right? Yeah. Um, and there's exclusive games you can play, and it's also the cheapest. I think that's the most important part of that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to spend, you know, $800, although uh, there is a price drop this week on uh i guess you're gonna talk about that with yeah 200 price drop for for uh um, which which one oculus it's oculus is that with the that's with the touch so yeah touch, yeah as a way i was gonna say for a way for oculus maybe to come catch back up they yeah. announced at gdc this week that they are dropping the price for of uh, the oculus plus touch combo to 600 which, which is, was the price of the headset by itself. And that's a great, I think that's a great deal. Considering you you, it's 500 for a, a PSVR with the motion controllers and the camera. Right. It's only $100 more now, basically, for that whole setup. And, and that's a much better experience. It's a much it is. better VR experience. But five is still the best experience, yeah. in my opinion, but that's $800. Yeah. So we'll see if, uh, if Valve and HTC respond. Well, they're almost outselling them. Two to one, you know. You know, it's one point five to one. Was who who had the Best Buy demos that they recently pulled out? That was, was that that was uh, Oculus, and that's not good, right? No. Because you don't have uh, an easy way for any new customers to try your you know your headset unless they just know someone. So mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. partnership with Best Buy. But you do know, you want to go to Best Buy and put that headset on after ten other people have put it on that day? Yeah, because I've never. I've, as long as you give me a little wipey to. Right. With. I'm not. I've never tried VR, and I don't know what it's, it's going to be. It's literally like. ten feet from you. We can go in my room right now. I don't mean me. I mean uh, like the average <laughs> I didn't person. Know I've tried person. VR before. Okay. I mean, if I'm, I couldn't remember. If I'm Street Fighter fan, you know, two game a year, yeah. Yeah. average Joe, and I've never tried VR, then yeah, no, that was right. a great way for me to try it. So. You're using the general you. I thought you were yes. talking about you, not me, or, in the sense yeah. that it's me, <laughs> not Steven. Yeah. So we'll see if that. Uh, I mean, any anything to help bring VR up and down for, because right now it just seems to be like, okay, well, it's here, and oh well. Let's move yeah. on to the next console. I'm wondering... VR is, VR is just a waste. Is there going to be a second round of like PlayStation uh, focus? You know, Okay, here's some more games. We've been in this for a year now. Mm-hmm. Here's like our next batch of games to try to convince you to buy. Play. Or is, the, is this just going to be the move again? Is it going to be the Vita? I think um, I see it being more Vita than Move. At least Vita, they pretended to care about for like a hot second. Right, or right. Move, they just threw it out there. And then, they have got Just Dance. Yeah. Um, I think this year would be very telling for VR in general. Yes. Because if, if we get to this Christmas and there's no next batch of PSVR right. games, that thing's gone. And then for Vive, now it's basically there's like developers. Are, Let me make this and put it on Steam real quick. And there's only a few quality titles, but even those quality titles they went forty and sixty dollars for, and those are few hour, you know, experiences. Right. And I understand there's not many headsets that need to supplement that cost by pushing your games more expensive, but I'm not going to go buy a sixty dollar Vive game. It's the chicken and the egg. Yeah. Like, I'll, well, buy I'll buy a twenty dollar Vive game, not sixty dollar. Right. But you know, I think arguably the best game to experience in VR right now is Resident Evil Seven, which yeah. you can only experience on playstation vr for right, right now exactly yeah uh so good luck to vr can't wait for the, someone to make a thing where i can stick the switch in, into in a vr face. headset yeah <laughs> uh sony also came out and announced their free games that you pay for uh, for <laughs> ps plus for the month of march i love free games that i pay for tearaway unfolded on your ps4 yeah as well as disc jam which is uh it's out and it's free 
Yep. That's like a, the 3D Windjammers thing. 3D Windjammers, uh, and you and I joke that they're basically trying to be the next Rocket League, yeah, I guess. That's which, what it's, yeah, I mean, Rocket League was free, and then it blew up, so I'm, I think they're trying to push that to be to be that. But when you push something to be the the, the something, it's not. Yeah. It Rocket has, League just came out, and right. then it blew up. It wasn't going to be like, we're going to be the next. I don't know. <laughs> we're going to be the first. Yeah. you gotta be. You got to say, we're going to be the first Disc Jam. Yeah. Not, we're going to be the next Rocket League. Vaughn, didn't you play this? Were you in this beta? For this no, I wasn't. Oh, okay. Like, and since Zelda's out, I'm not. That's the only thing I'm going to be playing. Right. No, I'm curious to check it out. But I mean, I'm very excited to check it out. But Windjammers is coming on PS4 at some point this year too. So it's but like, they, they, they they're can be different, different enough yeah, to bring back yeah. competitive disc sports. Yes. Uh, Under Night in Birth uh, for your PS3. As well right. as Earth Defense Force 2025. It's, it's one of those anime fighting games. <laughs> like it's it's like the precursor to like Nitro Plus Blasters, oh, which you okay. like you really like. Now I'm interested. <laughs> now I'm interested. Under Night in Birth. And that's free. It's free. Holy shit! Under Night in Birth is a visual novel and 2D fighting game co-developed by Ecole Software and French Bread, known I for the French Melty Bread. Blood series. Yeah, that's like Melty Blood's been around for over a decade. It's came huge. out uh, September twentieth, twenty twelve. This uh, under night. Oh, it's PS three only. PS three only. Yeah, I don't want to turn my PS three on. Uh, Sorry, then, man. Or it's Defense <laughs> Force twenty twenty five. PS three only. Okay, I'll turn my PS three on. And then on Vita, you get Severed, which I bought and didn't play much. I already of. bought that. Yeah. And then uh, Lumo, which oh, is cross by on PS four. Lumo. Yeah. Good one. That's the game about light. Is it? I don't know. With okay. the title like Lumo, it probably is. The uh, Overwatch wins another Game of the Year award at the GDC Awards last week. Hosted by... Um, Greg Miller and Jessica Chobot. Yeah. Uh, Overwatch takes top game again. So Everyone loves it. it. Congrats to Overwatch. The, Where's the Switch version? There, Where is the Switch version? Apparently in Japan, there's a game coming out on Switch that you do not, you cannot play in TV mode. Yeah, you, you must play with the touch control. It's and, a rhythm game. Yeah, and that's it. So we were talking in the past, how do they make a Mario Maker? How do they do with this? Well, I guess... And I was like, well, you'd say you can only play it on the thing, because I only played Mario Maker the little bit I played on the gamepad anyway. So you say if you want to play Mario Maker and build levels, you can only use the touchpad. Yeah. And I don't know if Nintendo wants to put that restriction on it, because they want people to do the, the well, thing. But a, a small mobile developer porting their game, they they're just it. like, whatever. So we know it's possible. Yeah, it is possible, but still... I don't see the problem with allowing me to use a pointer control. It's not ideal, right? But, but I guess you can still. Why not it, still yeah. have the option? To... Game, the game it's called Boaz. Okay. Yeah. My my issue. We talked about this a little. I think before the record, we started recording, was that I don't know if I'd want to play a rhythm game on the Switch because it's screen. You know, it's a plastic screen. It's yeah. not glass, and um, my finger drags on it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so if you're playing like a rhythm game, first of all, I don't really, I don't like touchscreen rhythm games as much as just pressing a button. Rhythm yeah, games. I agree. But on a plastic screen, if you're dragging your finger across, like it's just, it's very slow. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's, it's. I think a, a like an iPad is a, is a better screen to play. Like I, I've, um, I downloaded. Uh, Konami has um, the Juke Beat. On mm-hmm. iPad, which is Jubeat in arcade, and it works very uh, well on a glass screen. Otherwise, in the arcade, it's a touch. Oh, touch right, panels, right, right. But I would not want to play that game on a on a plastic screen. Mm-hmm. But at least I will say, at least the Switch is uh, capacitive and not resistive. Resistive. Yeah, it works a lot better. Yeah, it, it does than the the gamepad one. Yeah. 
we might not be getting a Sleeping Dogs sequel, no. but we will be getting a Sleeping Dogs movie. Yeah. Excited about that? That I am, because uh, this has some talent behind it. Uh, it's starring Donnie Yen, who was in Rogue One, a Star yeah. Wars story, as the blind guy. Yep. I don't remember his name. His right. character's blind name. Blind Guy McSqueezy, that was his blind name. Blind Guy McSqueezy. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that... This, this guarantees that this movie will probably be huge in China. Yeah. Which is the largest movie market in the world. Um, if it's got enough, you know, crossover talent, it could be big here too. But if you're making a Sleeping Dogs movie, you know, you need to have uh, mostly Chinese actors because it yeah. wouldn't make much sense no. or any sense to have an American Bunch actor in this yeah. movie mm. unless they change the story or its setting. Production company, this is a Polygon article I'm reading. Production company Origin Film, which has a pedigree in action fair like Fast and Furious franchise yeah. will produce the adaptation of Sleeping Dogs. This could very well, like, if it's done well, then done correctly, this could be another uh, Fast right, and because, Furious franchise. I mean, yeah, it's based off a game, but I mean, it's just like, like Hong Kong, like crime like, yeah. scene and crime lord. So it's just exactly. like, you can just make like a crime drama and then it's just, it has the same character name as the, the video game, whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know. So get Vin fun. Diesel in there somewhere, yeah. you know. Bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Mod. Yeah, that's, that's, that's funny. not dumb. That's all the news I have for this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Switch came out. Yeah, that was came out. yeah, that was, that was big news. Switch is out. It's here. Everybody get hype. Don't you put know. the cartridge in your mouth. Don't. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's move on to my new favorite segment of the show. Rumor has it. Yeah. What we got? Got some. Got some slick rumors for y'all this week. Uh, apparently. This came from Reddit and then popped up on 4chan, and oh. then IGN Italy ran with it. What? All uh, the most trusted sources. What is even happening? A screenshot from the next Assassin's Creed game I might have leaked out. I didn't. Was it on an airplane? Uh, maybe. No. no. <laughs> uh, so rumor has it Assassin's Creed Empire will be this year's Assassin's Creed game, and it's be set in uh, ancient Egypt. Whoa. That's been the rumor okay. for years. I know. That, that would be cool. So... I think this is a good rumor because everyone's been saying when you go to Egypt for years, they're taking their time to bring it back, and instead of just shitting out whatever in the colonial period, let's go way back and make something fresh and new. Yeah. The screenshot looks pretty legit. Um, Did you count the pixels? I didn't Does count it, the pixels. I've studied so pixels. I could, I could <laughs> eat my words in a few months. but Send me the picture, and I'll tell you if it was shopped. But uh, I, I think this is a good rumor. I think... Uh, yeah, they've been saying Egypt. Everyone's been saying Egypt. Egypt. Mm-hmm. So I, I will see. Anyway, there's not much else to to go would, with. This, would, so. I mean, would they announce an, a new Assassin's Creed and then release it in the same year? Would they pull a Fallout Four? Or you know, is that something that? Or do we have a new Assassin's Creed game coming out this fall? Yeah, they said they're going to do it two years, but they haven't announced it. Is my point? Oh, I mean, E3 is in two weeks. But they've never announced months. an Assassin's Creed game and then released it the same oh, year, right? The same. Yeah, they have. Have they? they? Well, they started turning them out once a year. If they did that, it would have been a January announcement. That's true. Yeah, but, so, but we'll see. Um, if they if if Ubisoft does not have an Assassin's Creed game this fall, I don't know what else they would. Maybe I, I do expect a new Far Cry game. Maybe that could be a December release. I don't know. You know, you Watch think? Dogs Two was well received and sold very well, so I'm sure we'll have a third one of those next year. Yeah. Um, well, they said they're pretty much going to alternate. Yeah. Watch Dogs and, and maybe Assassin's Creed. Creed. I mean, we're getting Ghost Recon in a matter of days. Yeah. Uh, Rainbow Six is still doing well on its year Somehow, two content. I don't, I don't well, know. that game came back. Like it came yeah. back strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know. Uh, like, what does Ubisoft have in their portfolio to pad their 
fall right now. Uh, well, I guess maybe um, South Park. Yeah, that got delayed Steep again. Steep two. <laughs> you know that that seems like a steep sequel would be easy to make. Where's Steep on the Switch? I thought that was a launch game. I thought so too. Yeah, it's not. It's not obviously. Yeah, it's, it's not. not I, didn't, I didn't even think about that. But no, I think Good Ruma, Egypt, Assassin's Creed seems like a lot. I jump back in on that. Yeah, pretty so. cool. Um, rumor has it, Pikmin World what? is a game that's coming out on Switch, oh according God. to Dutch retailer Intertoys.nl. That's my number one source for Pikmin news. <laughs> I mean, I can I can see that. Like, I think Pikmin would be perfect for Switch. To be quite honest, Pikmin World makes me think like there's levels and stuff. Uh, not mm. that Pikmin didn't have levels, but when I th- I mean like a Mario style map, but I doubt I'll be moving around the little map. So what would this indicate that you're just on? Well, apparently, because it's is it, it could this be like that 3DS game and they're like just listed it wrong? Am I freaking out? Are we getting like a, the, the 3DS game? I hope not, because that's Switch just a platformer, right? Yeah. I, I want like a strategy game. The, and it's strange that it wouldn't be called Pikmin 4. Right. We might be getting a Pikmin 4. Pikmin Universe? Is, hold on, look, is Pikmin World like the... Is that what it's called on 3DS? No, it's not. Okay. The latest installment in the Pikmin series. We're making Pikmin. We're just That's all Miyamoto says. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this one. Uh, I, I'm going to go Bad Rumor. Because I think if we're going to see a Pikmin game on Switch, it'll be Pikmin 4. And I could see Pikmin World or Pikmin not a numbered thing being just the 3DS version. Yeah, I'm, I agree, I agree yeah. with you. I don't know why they wouldn't call it a... I mean, ultimately the name doesn't matter. but no, but They're I mean, definitely working on Pikmin stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe a year two Pikmin game on Switch would be... Seems like it'd unless be a little like, early like for a, a retailer to start listing a Pikmin game. Unless right. it was coming out this year. Right. Pikmin World is like Pikmin 1, 2, and 3 or something. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm sold. Yeah. yeah, give me all those Pikmin I need to games. boot my Wii U back up, and there's still some games I need to go back and play, which I don't know if I will. Like, I need to go Captain Toad. play Pikmin 3. Finish Captain Toad. Finish Captain yeah. Toad. I still, Game I got, of the Year for 2015. I still want to play Tokyo Mirage Sessions yeah. Sharp F. Unless there's a Switch don't version it, coming yeah. out. Don't, don't do don't it, bro. Do it. I've heard so many good things about that game. I don't know. Doesn't <laughs> I've heard like so it. many. I've heard so many bad things about that game. None of us have any. But have you experience. played it? I played a little bit of it. See, I haven't heard bad things I from really, anyone. Yeah, like on Twitter, like all my Twitter people I follow, they loved it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's good. So maybe I'll play it myself. I'll play it. I bought it. Bought it. It came out. That's all your rumors. That's all your news. Let's see what's coming out next week. I mean, yesterday all those Switch games came out. We talked about those last week. Just Dance 2017. 2017. Skylanders, Imaginators. All the best games. Uh, On Tuesday, Nier Automata comes out on PS4. Yeah. So that's going to be exciting. And then also... I didn't write down all the things. Hold on. Ghost Recon Wildlands comes out also next, next Tuesday on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Nice. I didn't know that game was coming out next week. Yeah, there you go. I feel like they have not done a very good job marketing that at all. Yeah, well, we don't watch TV much, so I guess. If there's commercials we wouldn't know. But even like perusing the internet, like sure, I, there's I, no NeoGaf ad. I knew there's a beta or something recently, but there was a beta. I yeah. do remember. I remember that. But yeah, next week's launch. So you I excited? Wonder, did I order it for Gameware? I have no idea. <laughs> but I should probably check. Probably check on that. Um, no, I'm not excited about a new Ghost Recon, but that doesn't mean that'll be a bad game. I just don't play Ghost Recon. Yeah, I can't wait to chat with my bros while we're going through the missions. Can't That's wait to do that either. The best it's gonna part. be great. Yeah, let's check the old inbox. 
GamewareExpress at gmail.com is the email address. You can email us. And we have an email this week from my loving sister, Alexa. Excellent. She says, hey, Gameware Express, I just wanted to chime in and say I'm so excited to have my Switch finally. I'm currently playing I Am Setsuna and enjoying it. Well, there you go. I wanted to ask her how it was. Yeah. Said she's enjoying it. There we go. Uh, being able to play on the big screen and then take the Switch with me on a trip to New Orleans is so amazing. I'm still not over it. Wait, I'm still not over it. I also picked up snipper clips, and it's super adorable and very fun. Also, if you unlock your Switch from sleep setting on, try pressing ZR three times to unlock it. Ooh, let's investigate. So usually, when it's in sleep mode, you have to press the home button and then press uh, press the same button three times. So that's me just pressing A. We put it back to sleep, and then like put it back on. Oops. <laughs> that's pretty wow. funny. Wow. Yeah. Horn noise. That's, that's pretty good. That's like Mario Kart. Yeah. The whole the screen is a horn. Yeah. Thanks for emailing us, Alexa. She's been on the show before. GameWareExpress at gmail.com is where you can email us. Send us your Zelda questions for Vaughn. I'm sure he'll be happy to answer them. Uh, yeah. Or your Switch questions for us if you don't have them, because now we have them. Uh, and then that brings us to special stages. Who wants to no, go? No, no, no retro rewind, rewind, rewind. There's nothing to talk about. Dang. It was a bad, bad. <laughs> Pokemon came out 21 years ago in Japan. That's true. 21 years ago. So. Last year was the 20, so that was yeah, the big one. That was the big one. Yeah. But that's Japan. We only talk about America. Um, I think, okay, I got I think, one. I think Pokemon should be I, that special case where we talk I, about it in Japan. I, no, I don't want to talk about that. I, <laughs> I have a retro rewind, a, a legitimate one. Oh, okay. So yeah. let's open it up. This is the retro rewind. <laughs> That's me saying it. So, okay. Um, 20 years ago this week, uh, a comic book franchise that originated wow. in the 50s mm -hmm. finally got a video game on Nintendo 64. It's Turok the Dinosaur Hunter. Okay. So that was like a big deal because this is before GoldenEye um, by a few months. But, um, you know, I didn't play much Turok. I rented it. I never bought a single Turok game, but I do remember playing it, and I do remember, like, man, it had a lot of fog, and <laughs> kind of controlled weird, but it had some cool weapons, mm -hmm. but it was a big deal at the time, because, I mean, that was, a, I guess, a kind of a popular comic book? I don't know. I'd never heard of it before the game. I didn't even know it was a comic book. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that was the start of that franchise, and there, over the years, there have been five or six Turok games, you know, across different generations of consoles, but... That's really cool. Yeah, 20 years ago. I rented it I rented it the, the week it came out of the Blockbuster, <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, this, I don't like this game. And if you really want one, Vaughn, uh, that came out in America, like, if you re do you really want one? I can give you one. I mean, I don't know why you're asking me. <laughs> yeah. On this week in gaming, 2009, Sonic and the Black Knight oh, came out man. for Wii. That's my North favorite America. Sonic fairy tale game. <laughs> I'm hoping they keep making Sonic Fairy Tale games because um, they were really good. I mean, they stopped making Sonic Fairy Tale games a while back, bro. Well, I think that was the last one. The world is not over yet, so it's, <laughs> they can still make more of them. A Sonic Rapunzel game would be great. 
you know. I, I don't. I don't think they should ever do Sonic Fairy Tale games ever again. Some people just they just hate the hate. You know. I, don't, I mean, they're not good. <laughs> yeah, but most Sonic games are bad. So th- these are these are bad. But they should, Sonic Mania is going to change that. They should. They should uh, yeah, like they should actually start. You know, focusing on making good Sonic games there's as opposed plenty, to making more bad ones. No, there's other. There's plenty of game developers out there. You can have a good <laughs> like Sonic Team can make a good one, and then you can have some other company make a bad one. Yeah. That's fine. Nah, man. <laughs> the character already has like a sh- super shitty rep- uh, reputation, but it's so working on Twitter getting account. it back. Great, a great Twitter. Great yeah, they Twitter. do have a phenomenal Twitter account. <laughs> Let's wrap the show up with special stages. Who wants to go first? I had a fun uh, Switch launch day. Yeah. Because um, I did not get to go to the midnight sale. You didn't with miss my much. Friends. I didn't miss much. We so. stood in the cold, mm-hmm. and everyone was probably annoyed with how loudly we were talking and laughing. Oh. The guy in front of us looked really annoyed. That he did. <laughs> well, that's a shame. Probably doesn't listen to the show. Um, I woke up around 6.30 in the morning, uh, five hours away from where I would need to purchase my Switch. Yep. You know, um, And I got to my car and realized I had a flat tire. So um, what do you do when you have a flat tire? What's the first thing you would do? If you woke up and it was 7 o'clock in the morning and then you saw you had a flat tire? Swear a couple times, bitch on Twitter, and then fix it. I actually just walked over to the lobby of the hotel and just ate breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I hadn't, eat, I hadn't, I had not eaten breakfast, uh, the hotel breakfast at all that week because I've just, you know, I had an hour and a half drive to work from the hotel, so I never really had time. But I had plenty of time now because I wasn't going to work anytime soon. So I went and made my waffle and uh, ate breakfast, and then I put my spare on. And while I was putting my spare tire on, uh, a guy asked if I needed any help, told him no, but then we just started chatting. And he recommended me a great place to get my tire fixed. Oh, nice. Because I was just going to go to Pep Boys because I had actually been to Pep Boys in Shreveport for a flat tire before. And uh, But he said I should go to this other place, so I went to that place. They fixed my tire in 25 minutes, and it only cost me $20. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's good. And I made it to work by 11 o'clock. But <laughs> I did call uh, my yeah. the location I was supposed to be working at to let them know what was going on. So I got to work at 11, finished work at 11.30, and then drove uh, to Best Buy. So I had a three-and-a-half or four, really four-hour drive uh, from where I was with traffic. Uh, maybe it was three, three-and-a-half. But anyway, I drove all day and finally got my Switch, and it was great. So that's it. Good. Awesome. I did not, um, you know, I'm a positive person, I think. Um, yeah. And yesterday, even with the those problems, I never was like, well, shit. You no, know? that's good. Just kind of, yeah, it happens. And I think I blew that tire the day before. Oh, really? Um, and it, But yeah, I was completely flat. But luckily, it was just a nail. Mm-hmm. So easy fix. That's good. I've been trying to be more positive. Yeah. Because I went through a while there where I was like down and a lot of right, things. Right, right. Because we didn't have the best experience Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, we were going to go see Logan. Yes. The hot new movie release. Since it's a movie podcast, we get special stages usually. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say beforehand, his special stage is my special stage because yeah. I haven't been doing anything this whole week. Okay, Vaughn, next, next year, you ha- next week, you have to have a special stage or you're fired. Come on, man. <laughs> like, nothing's really been interesting because, like, I've only been playing one game the past two days. But your, your your life, your, Dude, you have your life. You, that you the know. last time since we did this was a week been, ago. All I've been all doing life. is working and practicing up for fighting games. I don't do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, man. So we went to our local Cinemark movie theater mm. to watch Logan. 
Did you say swatch? To did swatch I? it. To <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, well, I mean, it did have a color swatch. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> I'd been like loyal to AMC, the AMC Cinemark movie theater rivalry. Yeah. Uh, but Cinemark here, they have like the giant fake IMAX screen. They actually show things in 2D instead of 3D, like AMC does, and they have the big comfy reclining chairs now. I love those chairs. So I've been we've been going over there. So we get there for a 7 p.m. movie to watch Logan. And right when the movie's about to start, they're showing like the pre-previews, like the tr- like the commercials, and then the screen freezes, and but the audio's still going, so we're like missing the first trailer, and then they just bring everything down and bring the house lights back up. Yeah. And then we're sitting there, we're sitting there. Like 15 minutes later, the, one of the managers comes in and he's like, "Oh yeah, we'll have it up and running five to ten minutes. Sorry." 15 minutes passes. Mm. 20 minutes passes. Oh hey, uh, we almost have it. You know, we're about to have it get up and running, and the one guy's like, you said that 20 fucking minutes ago. And then they handed out free passes. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. So then 7.45, they finally get the screen back on. We see the Alien Isolation trailer. No. What's it called? Alien it, Covenant it, trailer. Alien Covenant. Yeah. And I'm like, this looks weird. I don't know if it was some, like, artistic direction Alien was going with. Sure. But this seems really kind of gray. And kind of weird, but whatever. Now it makes sense because Alien Three looked green. Exactly, the whole movie's yeah. green. Right? But then we get to like the uh, like the let's pimp out our like technology. Like here's the AMC XD commercial. Yeah, and it all looks like shit. Right. Uh, all the colors were really muted and flat. The XD logo that's supposed to be like bright red was like a burnt orange, like a faded orange. So then the movie starts, and I'm like, well, I don't know. So I like Still no one else like is moving. Movie. So right. like I run down there to try to find somebody to tell them like the colors are fucked. And like it took ten minutes to find a manager, so I already missed the first ten minutes of the movie at this point. Mm. So I go to tell him like, "Hey, that the colors are faded, they're messed up," and he's like, "No, they're not." And I was like, uh. "Excuse me." <laughs> so then my buddy's wife came out because she didn't want to watch it either, and she, yeah. like, we were talking to him, and then she they went to the theater to go to look at it, and then she said he basically just told her like ignored her, was like, "No, you're wrong," and then basically was like, "Fuck you to both of us." So then I was pissed. So they, the, our group comes out, and Vaughn was with us. And then we try to go get a refund on our tickets. But since we booked them through Fandango, they oh. didn't want to give us a refund. We had to call Fandango. And then they kept the, the robot kept hanging <clears throat> up on us. Hmm. So then I walked back in there, and I was like, I need a manager now. And then a different manager came up. And he was super nice and talked to us. And then we told him my issue. And he just went and took our tickets and went behind the, the, the ticket booth and just pulled $30 out of the drawer and handed it to us. He's like, yeah, yeah, I bought him through Fandango, but you know we're gonna do this for you and all this stuff. And he chatted with us, and he was cool, and he helped bring my negative feelings leaving the movie theater back up to neutral. So we're gonna go try to see it again later today. Yeah. Uh, so we have no uh, Logan update, unfortunately, like we usually do when we do the show. <laughs> when a when a hot movie comes out. So oh, I really want to see that. Uh, yeah, I'm, it's getting really good, and I already had one thing kind of spoiled, which was annoying looking Red. on the internet. Well, I haven't had any spoilers, so I'm going in. Uh, spoilers for me too. I need to go fucking Thank unfollow goodness. Polygon because they just put shit in headlines that should not be there. Right. Um, but so like Link see- dies. Yeah. At the end. <laughs> Wasn't that crazy when Link died? Click here. Oh, it was nuts. It was nuts. Fucking Polygon. Yeah. Uh, so that was dumb. But that manager guy's name was Dave. Shout Dave. Out to Dave. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was very nice. And he chatted. Unlike some other Daves we yeah. know. <laughs> so. I don't know any other Dave. <laughs> you know one other Dave. Hmm. Talk after the show. Yeah. <laughs> and that is our show. 
You can follow me on Twitter. I am at Adam Arinder. I am at V the White Mage. I am at Steve Gameware. And you can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamewareBR, or this podcast, facebook.com slash Gameware Express. I point to Vaughn excitedly as he fallen asleep. <laughs> you listen to the show. Actually, I don't, I'm not even sure if I'm going to make it next week's show because I'm going to be on the Mega Bus for final that's round. That's true. a special stage. God damn it! You're going to be going to final rounds. See how that I mean, like, that, that, I mean, that's that's it. That's pretty <laughs> incredible. That's a major yes. tournament. That's the first major tournament of the year, right? For Capcom Pro Tour. Yeah. Other than that, like, not really. You're killing me, Vaughn. Because the first major is KIT, which I already went to. I'm going to beat you so. with this tablet. I mean, I'll talk about it after I come back. How about okay. that? All so right. So, no Vaughn next week. <laughs> next week, we need to talk. Next week might be a road show. Yeah. Because we're gone all week. It's true. Unless Neil can maybe record. I don't even know if I'm going to record Friday. I'm going to try to figure out a way to stay out there through Friday. I don't want to. Yeah, try, no, no, I'm thinking about doing that too. We'll right. figure that out after the show. Right. Um, you can uh, listen to this episode on SoundCloud, where I post it every Friday, unless it's Saturday. Except, well, except for when SoundCloud doesn't work, because Amazon. Also, also that too. Or Where's my computer, SoundCloud? or my computer blue screens, and I can't get it back up and running until two days later. Uh, you can also listen to us on iTunes, Xbox Music, and Google Play, or any of your favorite RSS feeds. Um, let's get out of here and get back to playing our switches, because I know that's what we all want to do. Yep. So. Everyone out there, thank you for putting up with our tardiness, but it was for a cause, because now you get to hear this again as we go out, so have a great weekend, (laughs) and we will see you next week.